mark the end of one era and mark the beginning of another. T-E-T-C. The end times continue. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the end times. We continue recording on this, the 29th of January. I am Dino, and you are... And I am Ace. Oh, boy. Well, yeah. eventful few days. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm sure everyone, I'm sure everyone who's listening to this knows what we're going to be talking about uh, this episode. Yeah. Um, it should, should come as no surprise to anyone that we're going to be talking about uh, the Tyree Nichols uh, beating. We're going to be talking about uh, that. We're probably going to talk about the um, some of the legal stuff around it. We're probably, or I, w- I will probably talk about that. We're also probably going to talk about uh, policing generally. Some of the uh, stuff that's been flying around with regard to this is going to be that's going to be pretty much the show today. Um. So if uh, and and we had talked about this before. We started recording, but um, we are going to be describing uh, what happened to this man uh, in 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 as vivid a detail as we possibly can. I don't have any audio from it. I didn't want to play any audio from it, but um, we are going to be describing it in pretty vivid detail. If you don't want to hear that, this then you there's no hard feelings, but uh, you might. And we're not really you know a family show, but if you have kids in the room, especially don't don't listen to this. Yeah, them in the room. Yeah. Um, if you, if you're not down to hear this kind of thing, that it, cause, cause we're not going to pull punches with the descriptions. We're not gonna, we're not going to censor any of this. Um, and so just like, just like that, if, if you got kids in the room or, or you, you don't want to hear it yourself, no hard feelings. Um, uh, there are yeah. other wonderful podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, before we get into that, I did just want to do as a PSA. I wanted to mm-hmm. mention that, um, YouTube is cracking down on gun channels. Uh, they even gave Garantham a strike, who is a is Ooh. someone who really doesn't doesn't even skirt the rules. Like he is very conscious of following the YouTube rules with regard to gun content. They even gave him a strike because he featured a suppressed firearm. Um, they gave Forgotten Weapons a strike because he featured a historical weapon that had an integral suppressor. I believe it was. Um, so they are really cracking down your favorite gun YouTubers. Make sure you find their other channels, their other avenues, whether that be rumble or odyssey or, uh, I don't know, Twitter, whatever it is. If you want to keep seeing content from them, make sure you find them elsewhere than just YouTube. Um, there are several 3d printed gun people who are just intending to nuke their channels just so they can keep them. But, but deleting every video or privating every video. So just a PSA there. YouTube's really cracking down on gun guys. So uh, your your favorite content creators there find their backups, find their other uh, other ways to communicate with their communities, and um, follow them there. Because who knows how long they are going to be on YouTube. <laughs> so that was just that's just a little PSA there. Print shoot repeat was one. Yeah. Um, yep. What were you saying? I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was just saying, yeah, uh, he was also one of them. Yes. Um, Okay. Tyree Nichols. Um, Tyree Nichols was a skateboarder. A, uh, a, a, I'm sorry, I hit my mic. A, um, 
There's nobody who's come out and said that this kid has a record. There's, there's nobody who's come out and said that this dude was a bad guy. And that's the first thing they always go for is they look through and they see if the, if they've got a record and if they do, it's all you hear yeah, he about. He smoked weed in high school uh, or something. He didn't, I'm not saying he really did that, but that's the excuse they'll yeah. get, they often get for people like this. They'll say, Oh, well, he did drugs uh, such and such years ago. Yeah. So, so sickening. I've seen no evidence that this kid has a record at all. I say kid, he's a grown man. Um, uh, no evidence of that. No evidence that he was of a criminal persuasion at all. Mm-hmm. Um, not that that matters, but no. but the usuals like the, this is the thing with the George Floyd thing. They always they always pointed to the fact that he had a record, yeah, um, and that he had a record of violent crime. I mean, I'm I'm not going to sugarcoat yeah. it. The guy was was a criminal, right? Yeah. Um, didn't deserve to be murdered in the street. No. Uh, and not even that level of police apologia can be used in this case. Yeah, no. Uh, I've not felt this disturbed or, like, sickened from, uh, I think, a video. And this isn't to, like, discredit any other videos, but it has such similarities to it that I have to point it out. Um, the Kelly Thomas video. Yes, that it, 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 it reminds me very much of Kelly Thomas. Yeah, it's very much like Kelly Thomas. It's similar to Daniel Shaver, even though that was like a. It's a very different circumstance. Yeah. The the Daniel Shaver video, very different circumstance there, but it, it reminds me of that too. Um, yeah, there's a lot of like uh, callouts uh, or commands, let's say, from the police that just don't make sense, and they seem to be just saying them to say them as if they're on a script. Well, this is something they often do. If you watch body cam of an arrest, the thing that they will say is stop resisting, even if the person is not resisting yeah. at all. Um, when I was arrested, I was told to stop resisting. Um, so the, the, uh, they say that to justify, just in case they decide to smack you, they're right. on camera saying stop resisting. Yeah. Um... I don't even know how to begin. So he's driving down the street. Nobody knows what happens before this. Not even the chief of police knows what happens before this, but he is approached by the police. He stops for them. He's approached by the police. They pepper spray him through his window, yank him out of his car and begin beating him. Yeah. Uh, they begin brutalizing him. Yeah. He's sitting on the ground. They, they- they tell him to get on the ground while he's on the ground. Like yes. You have four or five uh, very, like, strong, what look like very strong uh, men, like large cops, who are holding down this skinny guy, uh, yep. telling him to get on the ground while yes. he's on the ground. While he is on the ground. And while they are holding him, they're telling him to roll over onto his stomach while they are holding him. While they're restraining him on his side. Yes. Yes. Um, and so... He says at one point, this is one of the things that struck me, and I don't know if this stuck out to you the way it did me, but he says at one point, he says, you guys are doing a lot right now. I'm just trying to get home. Yes. Yes. I heard, I, that stuck out to me as well. And this is while they, they've begun beating him at this point. And he says, you guys are doing a lot right now. I'm just trying to get home. And they're yelling at him, get on the ground. And he says, I am on the ground. Yeah. My reading of this is that there's a switch that flips somewhere between because that's not that is a casual thing to say. Yeah. He's he's trying to talk them down. Right. 
Yes, he's being very diplomatic early on. Yes. And he says, you guys are doing a lot. It's somewhere between that and when he breaks free and books. Um, something, a switch flipped and he realized he was in danger. Yes, yes. That, that I, I'm so glad you touched on that point because that's what I the, that's what I got from it as well. Uh, I'm, I'm I'll, later on in the video. I'll talk more about this, but there's been a lot of discussion about compliance, right? And well, you should just comply with the yes, place, right? Uh, he was complying uh, for the ver- for like the first part of this. He was he being was. very calm. And he was yes, yeah. He was being very complete. He was trying to talk them down. Yeah. And every um, time they gave him a command, he gave a reason, a very legitimate reason why he could not do that at the time. He said, yes, I, I or he or that he already was. He, when they said, get on the ground, he's like, I am on the ground. And when they said, roll over on your stomach, they were holding him on his side, restraining him from turning. Yes. Um, and this is after he'd been pepper sprayed. He is still. He, yes. After he'd been pepper sprayed in the face. Yep. And so. Uh, the cops uh, begin to threaten to tase him, begin to threaten to beat him. Yeah. They're already beating him. I don't know why they're threatening to beat him. Yeah. Um, he breaks free and books it out of there. Yeah. Uh, he's chased. He well, got. Uh, I, I do want to say one one pathetic moment from those uh, pigs uh, was when one of them was saying he made me pepper spray myself. Oh, that was that, uh, that was later. That was that was later when. Um, oh, oh, uh, yeah, was yeah, later. yeah. That was after they had tackled him. That was. Uh, yeah, he gets chased down the street a little bit. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. And they tackle him. He. Uh, they then proceed to beat him. Yeah. Uh, they continue to beat him. Other officers arrive, and they proceed to beat him. Yeah. Um, and while, I think, I believe as he's getting tackled or while he's running, he's screaming for his mother. Who is a few houses down. Yeah. It wasn't performative. His mom was right down the street. Yeah. He was yelling at, at he was yelling For his mother, his mother was right down the street. Presumably sleeping. This happened at night. Yeah. And so, uh, they have him on the ground and they're beating him mercilessly. Demanding that he comply while he is already lying on the ground being beaten. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've ever been beat up before. You or the listeners. not Not roughed up like that, no. Yeah. Um, I've never been beaten like this, certainly. Um, but I've lost, I've lost a fight. And, uh, all you're worried about is not getting hurt mm-hmm. when you're being, um, when you're, when you're in that kind of situation, somebody's on your back and they're just beating you. Um, all you're worried about is not getting hurt. And so, you're not going to put your hands behind your back because you're too busy trying to cover your head, right? You're, you're too busy trying to make right. sure you don't get killed. Right. Um, so they, they continue to beat him. Another officer arrives and uh, attempts to pepper spray him and pepper sprays himself. <laughs> Uh, and then acts like a little uh, fucking bitch baby about it for the oh yeah uh, yeah yeah acts like, like I'm like ten minutes yeah 
his video is practically useless because he's looking away from the situation for like half of his body cam video because he pepper sprayed himself and immediately walked away and he's huffing and puffing. Um, and he's, yeah, it fucking hurts getting pepper sprayed. Um, he deserves much worse. Uh, (laughs) that, that same officer then turns as they're, they're, these other officers are still beating, beating on, uh, on Tyree. The officer who maced himself turns around, pulls out his baton and says, I'm going to baton the fuck out of you and proceeds to hit Tyree four times. Uh, it looks like it connected mostly along Tyree's right side. So sort of between the ribs and the hip in that area, uh, that seems to be where he beat him with the baton. Um, one of those collapsing batons. Yeah, there's also a moment in the video, and I, I, I don't know if you had the exact same video, but um, it pulls away to like a security camera, and you have this wide shot of what's happening. So you see the cops on the ground yes. with Tyree, and it seems like they're almost like throwing him to other cops at this point. In time. Yes, that is a pole camera. There's a pole camera that this was all recorded on down the street where he was, where he ran to. They tackled him right beneath this pole camera, and the pole camera captures uh, almost the whole thing. Yeah. Um, they get him to his feet. He is restrained, and they begin passing him one guy to the next. As they, uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and one man holds, holds up Tyree while another officer approaches and hits him in the face. Um, I, I don't know how to describe it. If his, his arms are being restrained, he's being held up by an officer and another officer approaches Tyree's, uh, it looks like, um, 11 o'clock, 10.30-ish, fist aloft, as he's walking by Tyree, just hammers him in the face. uh, The officer who was holding him up proceeds to pass him off to another officer, and then himself hammers him in the face. And they're passing him back and forth, holding him up, as other officers hammer him in the face. Yeah. Um, he begins to go down again. And at one point he is kicked in the head. Yeah. Um, and after this all happened, I, I don't want to skip to the end, but um, I do think it's important to note after this all happened, you can overhear one of the cops talking about like how um, they think they injured their shin, I believe. And that's presumably from them hitting him. Yes. Very hard with their leg. Yes. When they were kicking him. Um, yeah. Because there was a moment where he's down, people are punching him, and someone walks up and kicks him, like, in the, in the torso sort of thing. So yeah. it's, 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 it's exactly like every jumping you've ever seen video of. Yes. When yeah, exactly. It's, it's exactly that. Every single, if you've ever seen video of somebody getting jumped, this is exactly what it was. When a, when, a, when a crew of people jump a guy, this is what they do. Yeah. And then they just have him, like, rested up against the side of a cop car. Um, yes. Yeah, he, that's where he ends up, is, is sit there. sitting up against the side of a cop car. Um, 
very, very battered. Yeah. And the cops make fun of him. And, uh, yeah, yeah, this is the part where, uh, so I was already enraged, but listening to the cops speak while they're beating the shit out of this man. Yes. After they've done it, talking about like how happy they were, how many swings they got in on them, uh, you know, uh, their, their form when they were hitting them, uh, it like, this is just the most like debaucherous shit. Uh, I, what you could like imagine like i the i don't understand how a person watches this and does not have murderous rage yeah like i don't understand how someone can watch this and and i'll talk about this later but god forbid someone who like justifies this like yeah. eat shit uh like it's high fives all around it's high fives all around yeah. it's a fucking yeah. celebration yeah, they were gassing each other up. Uh, it, it was just like it, it was. It was a, like a, a gang activity. That is exactly the best way I can describe it. Yeah. Um, it, it was so horrible. Um, and it, it, again, if you've never watched like uh, cop Bruce, police brutality videos before, um, this one is awful. Like, I mean, they're all awful, but especially hearing, like, hearing how they react afterwards, this congratulatory, uh, you know, uh, gassing up your bros type shit. Yeah. Um, it is just disgusting. I, I don't know if, if we've used this language with each other before now. Um, I can't remember, but I find it so interesting that you say gassing each other up because that's exactly how yeah. I described it to Lady Jane. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, that that's exactly, like, that's, when I saw him, like, oh, yeah, they're just, yeah, that's exactly what they're doing. Yeah. And so, um, he's beaten uh, to within an inch of his life, and he's leaned up against this cop car. Uh, nobody renders aid for uh, a significant amount of time. Yeah, I think they call, what, one EMT over? One, yeah. Uh, there's one later on that comes over. And he does not render aid uh, immediately. No, he just, like, he, he waits around. Know, the flashlight in the eyes, that's what he does. And yeah. then it's like, oh, well. And so, uh, I believe it was two oh, or three wait, days I, I later. Say, I'm sorry, what? I, I do want to say, yeah. sorry, um, there's one moment in the video when one of the cops, like, when after he gets propped up on the police car, one of the cops, I believe, goes over to him and, like, checks on him, and he's, like, mumbling. Um, uh, Tyree Nichols is mumbling at this point. Um, and the cop is like, oh, he must be on something. It's like, no, shitbag. You just uh, beat him senseless. That's yes. what happened. Yeah, you just, you just uh, nearly beat him to death. So, yeah, he's mumbling. Yeah. He's going to be mumbling and moaning and making the noises of yeah. someone who is dying. Yeah. Uh, because two or three days later, I can't remember exactly. Yeah. Three days, Lady Jane tells me from the other room. Uh, he dies in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, of his wounds, an independent uh, autopsy found that the cause of death was significant bleeding. Presumably yeah. internal and external. Yeah. Um, he was he was beaten to death. Uh, there is no two ways about it. He was beaten to death. <laughs> uh, the officers, five officers who were involved, there were more than five officers there. Um, by the way, none of the officers who were not involved themselves with the beating stopped the officers who were. Uh, no, there were. No, they just stood around. Yes, they watched it happen. Uh, and uh, yeah, so. Ooh, but uh, five. Are the good apples. Yeah, those are the good apples, right? Right. Those are the good apples. 
um, watching it happen. Uh, very much like the Floyd situation. Um, so, five officers were terminated almost immediately. Um, not in the way I would prefer. No, <laughs> not in the way they deserve. Uh, but no, they were, they were, they lost their jobs. Uh, they were fired by the Memphis police and they were charged with a stack of crimes each. And the charges that they face, let me see if I can find, I had a list here, but I think I might've closed it here. I'll have to look into my history. Um, Lady Jane just sent me, do not fed post on the show. I'm too busy to take another client. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it for you. Don't worry. Um, ah, here we are. Uh, I'm sorry. Each of these officers were charged with second degree murder, aggravated assault, aggravated kidnapping resulting in bodily injury, aggravated kidnapping involving the possession of a weapon, Official misconduct through unauthorized exercise of power. Official misconduct through failure to act when there is a duty imposed by law. And official oppression. Those are the charges. Um, I'm assuming the failure to act when there's a duty imposed by law was their, fa- was their failure to render aid. Hmm, okay. Um, the kidnapping charges are the most interesting to me. Yeah. And this is because... Let me find the quote from the police chief um, yeah. regarding this. I think in our DMs. Uh... Yes. Uh, Memphis Police Chief Sarah Davis, or Carolyn Davis, I don't know how you pronounce this, said the police department has been unable to find anything that substantiated the probable cause for reckless driving. Uh, which is what he was supposedly stopped for in the first place. Speaking to CNN's Don Lemon on Friday, Davis said, quote, We've looked at cameras, we've looked at body-worn cameras, and even if something occurred prior to this stop, we've been unable to substantiate that at this time. Yeah, that's pretty big. That's huge. That's a, a lack of... big detail. Yes. Uh, you need reasonable suspicion to detain. So to actually initiate the stop, you need reasonable suspicion. In order to initiate an arrest, you need probable cause. Right. Um, So even if the stop was legitimate, even if they did have reasonable suspicion, uh, and they could detain him, their Mm -hmm. attempt to to effectuate an arrest would have to be with probable cause. And the police in Memphis can find no evidence of probable cause. Yeah. So when they like they rip him out of this car, like they may they, they pepper spray him and then rip him all out of the car. Yes. Uh, as if he's being arrested. And as as the police chief themselves said, uh, they at this time cannot find any probable cause. Um, that is a massive detail. And if you talk to uh, random Twitter people, they will tell you, oh, well, he was obviously, you know, doing something. Why didn't they? Why didn't he just comply, Dean? Why didn't, why didn't he, he just, just comply? comply? Well, because he was being yeah. kidnapped. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. In a in a in a very general sense, uh, you can defend yourself if you're being kidnapped. Yeah. Now, I, I am yeah. I am unfamiliar with the law with as 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 far as the law 
regarding mm-hmm. defending yourself from police goes. It's different from jurisdiction to jurisdiction. Mm-hmm. I'm unfamiliar with the law in Tennessee. I was told I did not have a chance to look it up. Um, but somebody uh, informed me that there is a statute that allows you to um, defend yourself from uh, a police use of force uh, in Tennessee. I am I'm not sure of that. I do know that Tennessee is one of 14 states where the unlawful nature of an arrest is not a legal defense to the charge of resisting. How much sense does that make? Yeah, that is uh, a little weird. Yeah. The unlawful nature of an arrest is not a legal defense to the charge of resisting in the state of Tennessee. That's not necessarily true in all states. There, there are states right. whose resisting statute specifically calls out a legal arrest. There mm-hmm. are states uh, whose statutes are silent on it, and you would probably have to look in the case law. But I assume it's probably in those states, probably a 50-50 split between case law that says it is a defense and case law that says it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so, so you have to check your local laws um, to determine whether resisting is a def- or whether uh the illegality of an arrest is a defense to resisting um but it does not matter because in my view it's you cannot make a cogent moral argument that you should not yeah. be allowed to defend yourself from being kidnapped right <laughs> which is what is legally happening if you're being arrested without probable cause you are being kidnapped yes yeah oh god and, you know, uh, I, I don't like I, I, this whole thing is going to be about Tyree Nichols, but I also think a, an important part of this is also some of the response you see from the, let's say, the layman, the yes. average person. Um, and, you know, obviously, I, I can't we can't take like a, a a wide view analysis of every single person, what their thoughts are on this. So you have to you know, we have to go off of what we're given. Yes. But um, and I, I do I do want to say I am very pleased about. What I see is the growing anti-police response. The number of people who are right on this one is, in my view, far outweighs the number of people who are wrong. Yeah, I I think that's probably based on what I'm seeing. Yes, yeah. I have to say that you know we are in an echo chamber on the internet, so who knows? But Yeah. yeah, who knows what it actually is? But from our perception, that's what it seems to be. Um, but there are still some people, uh, still some people on the right. And now a lot, I have to give, like some people, it's a very low bar, but I'm going to give credit anyway. Um, uh, there are some people on the right who are saying, yeah, the cops shouldn't have done that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, good on them. There are also people, but there are also people who are like, why didn't he just comply? If he just complied, he wouldn't have died. Here's a list of three you know? of the most retarded people on the internet over the last few days. Andrew Bronca, yeah. top of the list. <laughs> Law of self-defense. That man is so politically brain-rotted, he can't be objective about shit. Andrew Bronca is one of the biggest retards on the internet today. Fuck Andrew Bronca. Don't buy his book. Yeah. Um, Even if his book is right, which it largely is, don't fucking support him. Fuck him. Yeah. Jack Posobiec. Oh God! Yeah, just the just the your day in court. Just get your day in court, uh, Dean. 
Yeah. Just get your day in court. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to run through that little argument later. Um, yeah. Uh, Matt Walsh. <laughs> uh, oh God. Yeah. There are some people with some big audiences who are absolutely brain rotted on this. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then they have like uh, these little, follower accounts who are like barnacles uh that just like stick onto every word they say and it's just like oh yeah of course you're just you're just repeating what they said you're not actually thinking about this you're just repeating what your favorite content creator is saying that's all you're doing yep andrew bronca has been arguing since the video first came out that the arrest was lawful he has no way of knowing that yeah he has no way of knowing the police chief is saying that's not the case yeah Andrew Bronca has no way of knowing the arrest was lawful, but he's been arguing it the entire time. And when the TBI, uh, that's the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation, a TV, a TBI guy whose name I can't remember, Mulroy, I believe, said the following. This is what Mulroy had to say. I suspect that all of your answers along those lines will be answer. I'm sorry, will be forthcoming once you have a chance to view the video yourself. I know that a lot of this has already been publicly released, but there is an initial traffic stop. We won't comment right now on the presence or absence of the legality of the stop, but there was a traffic stop. That's what Mulroy said from TBI. And Bronca chopped that little piece of that out and was doing victory laps about it. (laughs) But Bronca, the retard, does not understand that the legality of the stop does not imply the legality of the arrest. Right, right. (laughs) You need reasonable suspicion for the stop and probable cause for the arrest. Bronca! Oh my god. I, I, look, I, I, I try to be fairly restrained in, like, emotionally uh, at least when when it comes to these types of situations but i'll tell you nothing infuriates me and turns my thoughts to murder uh more than um the absolute just sheer ignorance and retardation that i see when i see people saying why didn't they just comply why didn't he just comply why didn't he just let the cop do whatever the fuck he wanted to him yep why didn't you know uh like like holy shit um like you know uh, jack posobiec uh his whole uh, i don't i don't have the exact tweet in front of me but it was essentially just comply and get your day in court yeah just comply and get your day in court here's what happens with a day in court this is what happens when you get a day in court let's run through the fucking timeline of getting a day in court you get arrested that's the first thing that happens is you get arrested when you're arrested you're taken to jail Now, if you're like me, you don't get a phone call when you go to jail. Despite the fact that you are constitutionally required to have one, you don't get one because the phone in the cell is broken. So you go to jail and whether or not you can contact anyone is an open question. You go to jail. You're in jail for minimum 24 hours. Minimum. Well, I shouldn't say that. Twelve. Twelve is probably the minimum. Depends on what time you're arrested. It depends on when they can get a judge down there to arraign you. If 
if the charge is bad enough, you don't get out on your arraignment. Class C misdemeanor. If you're arrested on a Class C misdemeanor, and this is all in the state of Texas, I'm not exactly sure how it works in other jurisdictions, but if you are arrested on a Class C misdemeanor, you go to jail and you sit in a cell until a judge can come down and arraign your little cohort of Class C's that got arrested the night before. Uh, at which point you're free to go. If it's a worse crime, you have to bond out. Mm-hmm. Now, in order to bond out in the state of Texas, you have to pay 10% of your bail. Now, what your bail set out, uh, it depends on the judge. There's really no way to, there's really no way to tell what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. So, you sit in jail until you can get out, if you can get out. If you got the money, if you have 10% of your bond to get out, but by that time, you've already been there for a couple of days, minimum. Now you've got an arrest on your record. Let's assume you're innocent. Let's assume you were arrested for nothing. Let's assume that you were arrested because a cop got mad and decided to arrest you. You are now dealing with an arrest on your record. If you miss a day of work, you're fired. Because you were a no-call, no-show. So you don't have a job. And you have this arrest on your record. Good luck getting another job. So now you've got no money. No income. And considering 63% of Americans uh, before COVID were living paycheck to paycheck, that's going to be no money. Now you've got no income and you're facing a charge. Now it's going to be a couple of years before you get a trial date. If you get a trial date. Because you might not get a trial date. Because over 90%, something like 97% of convictions in the United States come from pleas. And no, not all of those reflect the truth of the matter. Right. Uh, the plea system is inherently coercive. They hold it over your head for years. If, you're, if you can't bond out, you're in jail for years. And then they tell you, well, we can give you time served if you just cop to it. Or cop to this other charge. <laughs> yeah, so you take that deal. Nine times out of ten. So now, even if you're innocent, you might have a conviction on your record. Yeah. Because of the plea deal. But let's say you don't plea out. Let's say you decide to take it to trial. Well, now you're dealing with a trial. You're dealing with a jury that has the presumption that you are guilty. Now, whether or not they tell you that, there's a, that they presume you're innocent in voir dire, mm-hmm. it is a simple fact that people give more credibility to the state than they do the defense. Yes. Yeah. And, and anyone who has been alive for any significant amount of, uh, amount of time should be able to tell that. Like, they should be able yes. to see people watch cop shows and they're like, oh, yeah, these are the good guys. Yep. Right. Uh, so there's an immediate pr- uh, presumption bias immediately. Yes. So you uh, you you now have to deal with that. You have to try and overcome that. Now, let's say your lawyer establishes reasonable doubt. Might still get convicted. If you talk to juries after they convict people, they will tell you the things they had doubts about and they qualify as reasonable doubt. You're right. And in, in, at least in, in certain cases, in certain places, you, the, the defense team is allowed to speak to the jury and say, you know, well, what, what, what did you think about this? What made you think this? Things like that. And, uh, and sort of as, a, as like, a, like a post-mortem of the, of the trial and how it went. And the juries, uh, there are people on those juries who will tell you things that they doubted 
that qualify as reasonable doubt and they convict it anyway. Yeah. So, let's say you don't get a conviction. Let's say you get acquitted. All right. It's all over, right? No. The arrest is still on your record. You have to get that expunged. That costs money. Because expunctions, that's easy money for lawyers. Even lawyers who do it cheap, they don't do it free. Because it's, it's easy money. Expunctions are, um, you have a greater chance of getting it expunged if you have the assistance of a lawyer. You can do it pro se, but your chances are not as good as if you do it with a lawyer. And you got to pay for that service. So you have to go get that arrest expunged. Maybe you don't know how to do that. Maybe you don't know you can do that. Many people don't. So now that arrest is on your record forever. And that, that is true as well if you are innocent. Let's say you don't go to trial. Let's say the charges get dismissed. Mm-hmm. Now, this is my case. When I was arrested, I went and I paid an attorney, and I did a Texas Free Information Act request for every bit of documentation from that night. By the way, uh, my rights were violated then, too. They did not give me the arresting officer's body cam until years oh. later. Oh, interesting. I got the body cam for the assisting officer. I got all the reports and everything, but I did not get the arresting officer's body cam until years later. (laughs) But I took what I got, which was everything else. And I took it to an attorney. And I hired this attorney and I gave her the file. Now, this was before I believe this was before the Michael Morton Act in Texas, which means that she would have had to fight to get the stuff that I got from a Texas Free Information Act request. (laughs) So I did her job for her, basically, (laughs) (laughs) which is why she took the case so cheap, because I showed up with all the discovery (laughs) (laughs) along with my recollection recorded which is a a fancy word for a type of hearsay exception. I had typed up as soon as I got back to the house, when they let me out of jail, I had to walk to my, to my apartment. As soon as I got back, I typed up my recollection of events and uh, that was also included. And that would have been able to come in as a hearsay exception for a uh, recollection recorded. In any case, the charges were dismissed. Uh, I had to hire the attorney. The attorney had to go to my court date. I was out of the country on the court date, actually, but I had asked her. I was like, do I need to be there for that? She says, no, I'll appear for you. Uh, And I said, okay, well, I'm going to go on a family vacation Uh, (laughs) because this has been planned for years. And so I did. And I got a call or a text, I can't remember which, saying that uh, the charges had been dropped in the interest of justice, case dismissed, uh, nothing further will occur. Cool. But the arrest was still Mm there. Right. I was dealing with that. I had to drive hours. I had to take a day trip. And this was a day trip that is hours long, one way. To the courthouse to try and get the documentation from my arrest and from the court proceedings. It was a Class C misdemeanor. It was over five years ago. They had destroyed them. But I needed to get something to give to the Texas Board of Legal Examiners from to so that so because that arrest is there on my record and I need to explain what happened and give give the Texas bar everything. So I had to dig some shit up, try and find it. I was still dealing with a uh, I was decade old at this point. Arrest. Just a couple of weeks ago, 
few weeks ago. Mm. That's insane. That's what happens when you get your day in court. Yeah, your day in court seems to be a very long day. Oh, uh, it's it a very long day. day is a very long day. Your day in court is a years-long process, and it will cost you money, and it will cost you your livelihood, and it will cost you everything. Your day in court is a salve for these assholes who sleep soundly knowing they will never see the inside of a courtroom. Yeah. And, you know, this is what people mean when they say the justice system, like, uh, uh, targets poor people. Uh, that, that is what yeah. they mean. Like, when they say shit like that. They are absolutely correct in that regard where it's like, you know, um, this is intentionally designed in a way to leech money from you and time, even if you have the best case scenario. The process is the punishment. Yes. And now, and I don't even, th- I don't even consider, I mean, there's, there's people are all in all kinds of situations. What about, what about people who, uh, who end up getting divorced? Like, like five years later, you're in uh-huh. a divorce proceeding. You're trying to get custody of your children. Wouldn't your ex-wife love to be able to say, oh, no, 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 look at his record. He's got an arrest for such and such a thing from this, from a few years ago. Oh, right. Even yeah. if it was dismissed. It, it really, because it's like, like that type of thing, an arrest or God forbid, a conviction, uh, you know, that's a scarlet letter. That's a scarlet letter. Yes, it is. Stamped on your forehead in any type of professional work. Yeah. A felony conviction, especially. A felony conviction oh. ruins your life. Yeah. And felonies aren't what they used to be, people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not talking about what, what we call in Texas old code felonies, right? Mm-hmm. This is, felonies are not what they used to be. Used to mean something to have been convicted of a felony. Nowadays, it's anybody can be convicted of a felony. Yeah. And it ruins your fucking life. Yeah. And it's written out by people uh, who do not think of you. They don't care about you. They sleep soundly at night knowing or not even knowing or maybe not knows. I'm not in their head, but at least comfortable with the fact that their actions are ruining people's lives. Well, they've never thought about it. Right. You know they've never thought about it. If somebody if somebody's using that phrase, just get your day in court. They've never ever thought about the consequences of that. Never once. Right. Yeah. And, and it's just like you know, I, I I I oh god, it's so it is so frustrating to talk about this like non emotionally, but it's a highly emotional topic. I mean, it's it's people the, people are getting fucking stomped on out there. Yeah. And the amount of, like, you know, the Jack Posobiecs of the world, uh, just get your day in court. It's like, don't, like, don't resist, just comply, do whatever the cop says, do whatever they say, um, just get your day in court. How many people would they talk, if a cop was just, like, what type of situations, where's the limit of this? What could a cop do to you or in front of you where you would continue to give this? Advice? They expect you to lay there and get beaten to death. Yeah, they do. They really do. They genuinely they do, expect, and I'm not being hyperbolic. No, they, they, they must. It's the only logical conclusion. They expect you to be cool with what happened to Tyree Nichols. They yeah. expect it. And if you do, and if you do get beat to death, they'll be like, oh, well, they'll handle it in the justice system later on. Oh, how great. How yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. How wonderful. God damn. I, I, I hate these people. They're the uh, worst. I truly, truly just... 
despicable people. And I, I, I'm uh, when I'm talking about this, like I, I, when the first day this video came out, and I saw again, it, it's, a, it's more. I think it is a minority of people. Luckily, now, at least from my own perspective, perception. Um, but the people who were like vocal about, oh, well, he should have just complied. Look at what a criminal he is running from the cops. Um, I like. I hope you fall off the face of the earth. Like, really? Like, I I cannot share oxygen with people like this, Dean. I cannot do it. It's, it's, like, it's, it is, it is infuriating. It is infuriating. Yes, infuriating is exactly the word. It is absolutely infuriating. Like, if you think that a person has to just sit there and take it, no matter what the cop does, then you are, like, the most, you are so, like, fucked in the head brainwashed that I cannot even have, like, there's no... Separated from reality. To relate to. Yeah. Completely, completely separated, separated from, from reality. reality. Yep. You think a man with a badge can just do whatever the fuck he wants to you or any person. And you have to be okay with it because good people respect the law. And, and you know, you can't ever go against that. You can't ever oppose the law, man. Yeah. Uh, because you know, God, Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They will make like, excuses really, like all day cop, long. If a cop, if a cop was like raping some prostitute or uh, which does happen uh, all the time maggie mcneil keeps a running tally yes yes um they do this all the time because obviously the prostitutes cannot go to the cops to say it happened because prostitution is illegal yeah uh, so the, those cops know that oftentimes they're not going to face any repercussions can't report it and the um, cops won't believe it if you do because you're a prostitute that's right so all the time uh when this happens uh, like what you're just supposed to sit there and take it. Like uh, there is a, I don't know how, how, and again, this is just me, you know, spitballing. I have no real numbers here, so I'm not even going to try, but there is, I believe a portion of people who will watch a cop just murder someone. It's like the cop, it doesn't even matter. Like they don't have to know what happened. Beforehand. Um, a cop could just walk up to someone and start beating the shit out of them in front of them with a club and bashing their skull into the pavement. And these people would be like, yeah, but what happened before? Yeah. Yeah. I think you, I think you said, I think you said there's a, that there are people who will watch a cop murder a newborn baby and they will make excuses for them. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. They would watch a cop uh, bash in a baby's skull and they would there would be some people out there making an argument as to why it it's not as bad as we think. Yeah, that is there are absolutely some people out there like that. And I, I, I think that number is shrinking, luckily, um, from my own perception, but it's still infuriating. It is still unbelievable like like to me this is the issue this and war i think like uh, police uh like police justice war those are the issues to me that like get me riled up the most personally yeah and it, i i think you know you know there's always this question of like you know well what really makes well it's obviously the beliefs but i i think what makes like the libertarians i vibe with are the ones who despise injustice the, the most though like yep. the people who have visceral reactions to this um like those are the libertarians i vibe with like i sure you can make all these you know 
talks about like, well, economically, you know, uh, the most efficient way for, you know, security handles this is like, great. I agree with all that. Yeah. Um, but but um, someone was just murdered and uh, people and don't do it, whenever a tragedy happens and I see people coming in with argue like when they see someone who's very emotional after a tragedy has happened and they try to calm them down or try to like you know go off and this is like stop stop let people be angry let people be upset about this yeah uh you don't need to calm people down uh you know let people be okay it's it's okay to be it's okay and good to be angry and justice it is perfectly fine yes it borders on a duty Right. Yeah. I'm not going to say it is one. I don't think it is one necessarily, but it borders on one. I I personally like the people who do have this like righteous indignation more than the people who are just like, eh, you know, it's life. It happens. Yes. Uh, That sort of shit. Yeah. Um, Yeah. The people who the, 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 the people who watched that video. Yeah. And there's four videos. They were uploaded to Vimeo. I, I should say, I should get more of the logistical shit out of the way. There were four videos released by uh, the city of Memphis. The, they were released on Friday at something like 6 p.m. Central. Um, something like that. Uh, after the family had seen them, um, Tyree's mother did not watch. Uh, she was, that's what I saw anyway, was that it was reported that she had not watched. I'm not entirely sure if, how accurate that is, but um, after the family saw they released the videos um, Friday on a Friday evening which tells you something when news yeah. breaks on a Friday evening somebody really didn't want it to turn into anything right exactly because the journalists are all at home um, in any case uh, yeah they released the four videos on Vimeo um, some people have already clipped together compilations of them and stuff to, to show a, a more coherent timeline. Um, many of the videos, or at least a few of them, uh, were... Uh, there was one video that was from the light pole. There was one video that was from the beginning, just after the stop occurred, right before he gets pepper sprayed. And there were other body cam videos. Um, that, that guy's body cam and the guy who chased down Tyree, his body cam... Uh, fell off, quote unquote, as they are wont to do um, when police are about to beat somebody. Uh, the body cams love That's falling the body off. Cams that just like run away, they fall off and then run away. Yeah. Uh, and there was yeah. another officer whose body cam was uh, honestly, to some extent, kind of useless because he was uh, looking away from the events half the time because he had pepper sprayed himself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> these fucking assholes. Those cops that chased into huffing and puffing these fat fucking pigs. Um, yeah. yeah. So, so the, anyone who watches these videos, anyone who watches these videos and by the way, don't feel the need to watch them. I, I want to tell yes, people. Yes. Do not. Yeah. I almost didn't, but I knew I should be talking on the show, but it's like, yeah, do not, do not think you have to watch these videos. Yes. It, you're, it's a snuff film. You don't have to watch it. Yeah. Um, I did because because I I I felt compelled to. If you do not feel yeah. compelled to, don't. Just don't. Yeah. Um but in any case, <sighs> anyone who watches those videos and comes away from that thinking, uh but what's the other side of this? Uh first of all, there's not yeah. really much question as to that because <laughs> the the chief of police said we can find no probable cause for this arrest. 
and um and the video begins uh the, the I, I believe the earliest video that you can find is him basically getting pepper sprayed and yanked out of the car i, I yes, don't yes, think sir. there's there's very much prior to that do that we, there's video of it all do we know if they were in a marked or unmarked car uh okay so the backup officers were unmarked but the officers okay. who initiated the stop as i understand it the officers who initiated the stop were not okay okay but I, I had heard that, too, before the video came out. I had heard it reported that he was stopped by an unmarked car with police officers in hoodies, not 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 in uniform. Um, yeah. Well, there were some. But, well, there were there were some police officers in hoodies, but they said police. Officers, I believe. Yeah, but that's still out of I uniform. Saw. That's not. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 considered I, at least I consider that plain clothes. Um, right. Right. Yeah. Anybody can get a hoodie that says police on it. Um, right, exactly. <laughs> like, but uh, so yeah, but I had heard reports that he was actually stopped by plainclothes officers in an unmarked car. Um, it turns out that that is that is probably not the case. He was stopped uh, most likely by a by a marked car with uniformed officers, and it was yeah. an unmarked car with uh, plainclothes officers that rolled up and uh, joined in the beating. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> uh, I, I just wanted to say also, like, uh, to to go off uh, PSB a little bit, but if you're like when people are making excuses for these cops, they give them the biggest benefit of the doubt that I've never oh, yeah. seen anyone give anyone in their entire life. I like, saw a guy say is- probable cause is presumed. Oh, presumed. Yeah, by the law. It's just. We just presume it. Yeah. He's wrong, of course. Probable cause has to be yeah. proved up by the state. That's why you have to file a probable cause affidavit as the arresting officer. That's why you have to have what's called, at least in Texas, we have what's called a probable cause hearing, wherein a judge, if he's not convinced that there's probable cause, can throw the whole fucking case out. Mm-hmm. It's one of the first things that happens. Yeah. So probable cause is not presumed by the law. Probable cause has to be proved up by the state. Yeah. In any case, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Continue. Yeah, Benefit of the doubt you were talking about. Probable cause was, you know, yeah, but just imagine if a presumption, a base level presumption. Uh, the, yeah. Holy shit. Like what, what world do these people live in? Like to believe this, like this is just incredible to me. <laughs> They live, and I was actually talking to my dad about this. 9-11 was culturally horrendous for the United States. Oh, yeah. Um, you would not have such hero worship of police if the timeline since Rodney King mm-hmm. excluded 9-11. Mm-hmm. There would still be some, certainly. But I think 9-11 reset... After after Rodney King, after all that, I think 9-11 yeah. reset sort of the respect for cops at a cultural level, reset it back to zero. I think that's probably Where the correct. default is to respect them and think they're heroes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It, but, yeah, just if you're the type of person where when someone is murdered, and you give you say you go out there on your podium and say while people are angry at this injustice well he could have avoided this if he just did x y or z fuck you like just 
go somewhere else, log off the internet and never come back. Yeah. Like, yeah, it is completely un- like uh, the whole, well, he would be alive right now if, uh, you know, uh, if he just complied. Well, one, he did comply. Uh, he did not start running until he realized he was being roughed up while he was complying. That's yeah, that's the thing is it, it, at a certain point, and, and we talked about it earlier, at a certain point, and it's very clear watching it, at a certain point, there's a switch that, that there's a switch that flips and he realizes he's in very real danger. And that's when he runs. Yeah, it's yeah. not it was a it's a very clear example of the fight or flight yes. response and choosing flight, 100%. which was the right choice. Yes, 100 um, percent. Because he's being, as we said before, he is being very diplomatic on. He's like, hey, why are you guys? You know, I, I can't remember what he says. He's like, you guys are going a little far or uh, he you says guys you guys are, are much you guys far. are doing a lot right now, I believe is what he said. Yeah, you guys are doing a lot right now. Uh, and he says in a very like for the situation, very oh incredibly. He that's what I'm saying. He said it so casually. He said it. it it's almost like it almost came out of him like the slang sort of formulation of like y'all are doing the most. Like it almost came right. out of him like that. Like it was that casual. He was really, really yeah. trying to talk these guys down. Yeah. He was trying to calm them down, and they were obviously, yeah. obviously wrapped up. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, you know, giving him conflicting orders or orders that they knew he could not perform. Yes. Very much like the Daniel Shaver situation. Yes, yeah. exactly. Like it. And you then using those uh, complicated commands or um, in some cases impossible to perform commands to therefore justify hurting him more. Yes. That's what happened. And, and uh, before that, he was being completely reasonable, completely. He was and the only like, reasonable one in the entire interaction. And he was being extra reasonable. No, like obviously, if, if those most people would consider, if they didn't have badges on, most people would say he is being too reasonable. Maybe, yeah, <laughs> with, uh, with yeah, uh, um, absolutely, yeah, yeah. So it, whenever these people talk about, well, <laughs> Dean, if, if see if he just did not, um, if he didn't, uh, you know, if he just complied more and he didn't run. You know, maybe he wouldn't be dead right now. Well, he ran. He ran because he thought his life was in danger. And yeah. you know what? It uh, was. He probably had a very good idea. It was probably a very good idea. There was a point. I'm telling you, there's a point where his whole vibe changed. Like, like there's yes. a you can see it. You can practically see it. The moment where yeah. he realizes these guys are going to hurt me badly. Right. And, and he I, runs I after that. I like and I don't want to say I'd like to see it, but it would be, a, uh, you know, an interesting experiment or perspective to see how all these people on Twitter who are defending this would react in the same situations. Oh, yeah. How would they actually react under this situation? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I somehow I feel like they'd be more tense than he was uh, for the first part of that. Oh, can you imagine uh, Jack Posobiec getting yanked out of a car sure. and they start beating on him and shit? Oh, my God. I do every night. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking Matt Walsh or Andrew Bronca. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Andrew fucking Bronca. Andrew Bronca has pissed me off more than just about anybody because he's taking victory laps over that statement, which I read earlier. And in which you can see there is no he, there is no concession to legality in that thing. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that was being talked about was the legality of the stop, not the arrest. Right. 
If they can't find probable cause for the arrest, that's what makes that kidnapping charge stick. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's not the detainment that's the problem. The stop is the detainment. Mm -hmm. It's the arrest. If there was... Going back for a a second, I I, I, I just point there was there was something about after a tragedy has occurred after someone has been murdered and you go out there you think the best use of your time in that moment is to go out there and say hmm well this person should have just done you know this it's like the most monday morning quarterback uh you could ever possibly do you know it's like well this person you know he should have uh, just complied yeah and then, well everything would have been okay you know it's like well <laughs> andrew bronca these people and andrew yeah. bronca's representative of them fat divorced nothing with no life nothing meaningful and oh i'm andrew also, bronca i'm an attorney i'm a use of force expert obviously not <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what's that old adage like the people who say they're an expert in a certain field are the least the likely to actually be experts in that field dude I fucking <laughs> and this is the this is the thing you have to understand my relationship my parasocial relationship with Andrew Bronca <laughs> this is a guy who I dug the shit out of during the Rittenhouse trial because mm-hmm. his takes were perfect legally prescient <laughs> meaningful objective perfect Perfect legal takes during the Rittenhouse trial. And then he sipped too much of the retard juice. And yes. Now. Yes. <laughs> exactly. He's so fucking, he's got so much political fucking brain rot. All that objectivity is gone. Uh-huh. And now at this point, he's an attorney misstating the law on Twitter. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, the badge is just some like magical in- incantation you like wave over someone's face and then every like horrible atrocity they would normally point out as awful becomes oh well you know that that's perfectly fine they yeah. were right in that situation so, oh give me a break i'm sorry like, i'm know, sorry to be so hooked on andrew no. bronca and stuff but man no, you're you just, fine that's great i'm mm, glad he's really that. really got me wrapped up this dude is no, the dumbest absolutely. motherfucker on the planet um but no you're right there is a magic that occurs with the badge that causes a person of a certain persuasion of a per- of a certain mindset to overlook everything in order to defend you yeah and and like you know the whole like well you know they could have done something else and they uh this would have turned out uh differently one we don't know that uh the cops very well might have killed him in that situation even if he did not run uh but even let's just give them the benefit of the doubt here and let's say they're correct Right. We could say we could ever at any time someone is murdered, any murder that happens, any of us could get on our soapbox and say, hey, if that person had not left home that day uh, or walked down that alley, they'd still be alive. Yeah. OK. Why does that matter at all? Like, who cares? Really? It's like, you know what else would have stopped that murder? The murderer not murdering. That would have stopped it too. Why are you pointing all the like all the spotlight on this person's actions and letting the murderer get off scot free? Especially when his actions, all of the evidence that we have right now would imply that his actions were not only reasonable, but necessary. Yeah. (laughs) All of the evidence that we have now implies that he was being kidnapped and assaulted. Yes. 
There is no evidence yeah, it, to the contrary. Yeah. Yeah. And all these people getting on their soapbox and saying, well, if he just did, you know, all these actions differently. He might have still been alive. Okay, you can believe that all you want. There's evidence that, um, you know, there's a certain argument to be made that actually he might well have just been beaten to a pulp right there and died. uh, It may not have mattered either way. Running might have been his best chance to survive that. Yeah, yeah. And given uh, the situation, even if you want to say that, oh, this person could have acted better in a practical sense where maybe they would have, if they had just, you know, taken path A instead of path B, maybe they would have increased their chances of survival by like 10, 12 percent or something like that, something marginal. Uh, you can make that case. But why are you making that case? And why are you not saying, uh, fuck those murders? Yeah. Why aren't you saying that? Why, are, why, why, why can't you, you say it? Your time? Why can't you say it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why are you not spending your time actually targeting the murderer and instead you're picking apart the actions of the victim? This is just purely victim blaming all the way down. This yeah. is what happens at every single cop shooting. Uh, every single time uh, we see a cop uh, murder someone, uh, you'll have these people talking about like how the victim could have acted better. They could have been nicer to the police officer when the police oh, officer. Oh, they, they could have just. They could have respected. They should have respected him. They should have right. been more respectful. Yeah. Yeah, he he should have talked back to that cop. Uh, you know, it's like I these people are like carbon thieves. Uh, they they will get on their soapbox and defend the most depraved actions that we have video. We can all see it. We they will defend the most depraved actions. Uh, because well, they're a police officer, and they're you know they're good people. They're just trying to protect us, and you know they make mistakes sometimes. Uh, it, it's in I I just mm, I hate these people. I, I know it. I know it. <laughs> like you spend your time. Uh, not one. You could just shut up too. If you if you don't want to call out the murderers, then you could just. Shut you don't the have fuck to. Up. Yeah, you don't have to say anything. You you don't yeah. have to talk about it. You can just say, you, you know what, uh, my take on this is going to be um, bad, and so I'm just not going to say anything. I've done that before. Yeah. I've done that before. Yeah. I've had a thing yeah. where I've said, yeah, my take on this is not going to be good. It's not going to be received well, and, and honestly, it's, it's, it's kind of fucked, so I'm just not going to say it. Yeah. You, you you could do that, but instead you choose to um, basically what I think is rhetorically pissing on a man's grave, a victim who was just murdered yes. by uh, by like like um, hyper analyzing his actions and what you feel like he should have done in that situation. Yeah, yeah. What should yeah? Saying, what should a person do if they're being yanked out of their car and beaten? What should they do? How should they respond, Jack Posobiec? Yeah. What should they fucking do, yeah. Andrew Bronca? What do you fucking think? Maybe I ought to yank you out of your goddamn car and start yeah. beating your fucking head in while I'm wearing a shiny little piece of metal on my chest. How are you going right. to fucking react to that shit, you goddamn morons? Yeah, exactly, exactly. These people would rather um, trash on a victim um, and absolutely just completely disrespect um, their name, pretty much, in my view. Like, they are, p- they are pissing and shitting all over their grave. Um, they, um, like, by if you are a person and you go out of your way to hyperanalyze uh, what a victim's actions were, like, if you want to say, well, you know, that wasn't the smartest play. It's okay. You know what? Even if that's true, even if you want to say maybe in a, you know, in a perfect, if we have perfect knowledge, this was not the right call strategically, even if you want to say that, 
the onus should always be on, wow, that cop is a fucked up murderer. Yeah. That should always be the first like foot in the door. Every time. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, I, I mean, there's the, there was the guy analyzing the victim. Then mm-hmm. you just do not care that a person was murdered. To your point, you there was the guy him. who was talking about how Daniel Shaver probably should have just laid down and not moved. And I think that's <laughs> yes. probably right. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, I think that's probably right. But I'm not putting the onus to do that on Daniel Shaver. Just saying right. just saying it probably would have gone better had he done that is not me saying he should have. Right. I'm saying, when I say that, I'm saying we all should learn from this, that if a cop's pointing a gun at you and telling you to do something, fall on your face, spread eagle, yeah. and don't move. Right. Make and them come to you. Yeah, and strategically, that's the, I, I do think that is probably the most optimal um, strategy. Um, but also, uh, and, and I'm sure you'd agree with this, uh, we don't know what we do in the moment. Fight or flight spawn, responses happen, yep. and we truly don't know what actions we would take. Even if we can sit here in our chairs and say, well, this might be the most optimal thing, we really don't know what we would do in that type no, of situation. No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, you're, you're 100% correct. It's, 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 it, 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 is the height of, it is the height of arrogance to say, well, this is how I would act. No, it's fucking not. Yeah, you don't know what you would have done. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. And that's my point. Yeah. And that's my point in saying maybe somebody should yank Andrew Brock out of his fucking car and start beating right. on him. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where like, you don't know how you would respond in that situation. And these arrogant fucks want to act like, well, I'm just so much smarter than that. I, I, it, mm. it, the, yeah. the level of... By the way, when I say that, I'm not saying anyone should actually commit violence against Andrew Bronco. Don't do that. He'll probably shoot you if you try. So don't, don't, don't mess with it. But, um, but the, the, it's, it's in, in a hypothetical universe. Yes. In a hypothetical universe (laughs) where somebody does that, you don't know how you're going to respond. Andrew Bronca doesn't know how he's going to respond. Jack Posobiec doesn't know how he's going to respond. Matt Walsh doesn't know how he's going to respond. Goddamn fucking Jesse. Was it Jesse Waters who said, who was it? Motherfucker. I'm, uh, this, this pissed me off. I can't, I think it might've been Jesse Waters. I, I could be wrong. So I could be wrong about it, but on Fox news, if you're wrong. I hate him. So yeah. <laughs> on, on Fox news, he said, uh, well, you know what we really have to wait for is the talks is the talks report. Oh, if so, if he did, if he did have alcohol, then everything after. Yeah, it justifies the whole thing. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. We'll just have to, we'll just have to wait on that. I'm not sure if it was Jesse Waters. Don't take that. Don't, don't quote me on that. But the, uh, it was somebody on Fox News. And it was. (laughs) Yeah. Who said, uh, yeah, we'll have to see what the results of the talks report is. And to be fair, that hasn't been released yet. We don't know. Yeah, but even but, if it is, and even if it does turn out that he had drugs in his system or he had alcohol in his system, it does not matter to me. No, not one bit. It does not change my opinion it, on what happened. And on it the, doesn't retroactively give rise to probable cause or reasonable suspicion. This is something people are going to be saying. Right. If that talks report does come out with something in his system, it does not retroactively give rise to reasonable suspicion or probable cause either one. You cannot retroactively apply something like that and take it out of the world where the police had no way of knowing. The police had no no way of 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 uh, suspecting 
or no way of believing that anything like that was going on. You can't strip that fact out of its context. And people will try to. People absolutely will try to retroactively apply it and say, well, he did have thus and so in his system, so there was probable cause. No, 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 no. That's not what that means. Probable cause happens at the time, not retroactively. And, you know, this isn't like proof of anything, obviously, so I don't want people to take it like that. But um, uh, there are are obviously high-functioning drug users and alcoholics. Oh yeah, uh, but he was very in that video. He was extremely like. I was about to say something, music. something mean about. <laughs> I'll just leave it to your imagination what it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in that video, uh, Tyree Nichols, he's very like cogent and lucid. Like he doesn't seem drunk to me. Uh, no, not, not now, at again, all. That is not. Uh, he may have had alcohol in his, may have had drugs in his system, but his, his functioning did not seem impaired. No. Uh, and that's, and that in itself is pure speculation. And the people who yes, are going around talking about it are speculating based on what you said earlier, which was when that yeah. officer's listening to him gurgling on his fucking blood and saying, oh, he yeah. sounds drunk. Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, you just beat his brains in. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's one of those things where, look, it, even if something were to come back on that, it does not necessarily change the legality of what happened at all. Yeah. All the way down to reasonable suspicion. It does not necessarily it doesn't mean shit. <laughs> yeah. Especially morally, but even legally. Yeah. And so the, the, that argument to me, again, there's no evidence of that whatsoever. It's entirely speculation on these people's part. And th- that they are willing to speculate against all evidence. But hope. But hope. Hope. That's a, that is a great point. That is a great point. They want that to they be the case. They want it to be true. They want it to be that it was okay that this man was just brutally beat to his death. Because they want to be able to do to Tyree what they've been doing to George Floyd, calling him Fentanyl Floyd. Well, yeah, because they want to give cover for the cops. They do not want to believe that those cops actually murdered a man. And to them, if they get that tox report back, they can justify, retroactively justify to themselves that the cops were somehow acting in our public service. I think it's more based than that, too. I don't think it's just that they want to have faith in cops. I don't necessarily think that their faith in cops is at all in good faith. I think they don't want their ideological enemies to be right. And that is what motivates them. Oh, that, I think that's also a huge part of it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's a huge part of it. The left doesn't like cop. Well, <laughs> the left seemingly doesn't like cops. <laughs> uh, I had to catch myself there. Elements. The certain elements. Yeah. <laughs> Certain elements of the left do not like cops. The right doesn't like the left, so therefore the right has to not not like cops. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. They don't want their ideological enemies to be right. It doesn't matter. They do not care if Tyree Nichols was murdered. No. They don't give a fuck. Like that's not that's not where their concern is. Their concern is that the leftists are right about the cops. That's their concern. Right. That's a good point, yeah. I do not think there's any good faith beliefs in these people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't think it's that yeah. they want to have faith in cops. I think it's that they want their enemies to be wrong and nothing more. Yeah. And, you know, I, this is obviously purely anecdotal, um, but I, I was, I've just been, you know, talking to or interacting with people, Twitter, uh, interacting with some people on Twitter where it's like, look, 
there if you took away the badge and you just saw them doing the exact same action how would you feel and be like well obviously that'd be different it's like oh okay oh that's really the heart of the issue isn't it uh for them because ultimately it all comes down to that magical badge uh, that these people have yep. this certain title, the position they hold that somehow gives them the rights to commit actions that no other human in this country is afforded. You make a damn good point too. You had that, that one guy that you were arguing with who, uh, who, whom you asked, how do we confer rights to others that we ourselves do not have? Right. And that's a and and his response to that was that he didn't want to get into the philosophy, and it's like, but he philosophy. was going on and on about how yeah. fucking smart he was and how much he loved getting into philosophy. But then when you asked a tough question, he was like, "Well, I don't want to get into the philosophy of it." Right, and especially from a government that claims ostensibly to be their powers to be derived from the consent of the governed, that would imply some type of delegation. But I can't delegate someone to something that I do not have myself. So they we're left with two options. Either I have the right to act like those cops or those cops don't have the right to act in ways I don't. Yep. Which is it? And I want to be I want to be are- very uh, I want to be very clear about this. We have described the events in this video, not to change the subject, but the, but I think this is something that needs to be pointed out. Um, what the police said initially. Um. Let me pull up what the actual police statement was. Because we've described, I, I, I say what I say because we have described um, the video in a very, in a fair way. It sounds, it sounds, if, if, you, if you wanted to not believe us, you might have an easy time thinking, well, they're blowing stuff out of proportion and describing things in, in grosser terms than they actually happened. We're not. No. What we are describing, and that's why we said at the beginning that we're not going to pull punches on describing this thing because describing it... The, yeah, I'm sorry, go first, for it. Like 20, 30, in the first 20, 30 minutes of the video, yeah, the show, we, we just pretty much went through the events of the video. Yeah. Yeah, there wasn't... No, it, there was nothing... We, we didn't editorialize in that first part. Not at all. Not in the slightest. We described exactly what occurred. Exactly yeah. what occurred. Um, so let me see. I, man, I can't find that picture. There was a picture of the, uh, of the statement that the police initially sent out. And I can't find it now. Damn it. Um, they said... Um, They said that Nichols was reporting shortness of breath and this other shit. I can't, I know I retweeted it at some point, but I've been on so much now. I can't, uh, here, while I dig that up, actually, I wanted to, uh, talk about, um, so these cops are part of a unit that's called a scorpion unit. Mm-hmm. And do you know what that is? Oh yeah, the uh, the scorpion units are are for those that that are listening who who may not know the 
the scorpion units i found the initial press release the scorpion units are a unit that is uh kind of a like an anti-crime kind of task force unit that's designed what they're supposed to do is kind of they're they're part of a uh they are what happens when the state when when the concept of community policing is filtered Mm -hmm. through the way state the state polices stuff Right, and they are they are designed. They are supposed to hang around in 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 crimey areas and keep a lookout for crime. Basically, that's that's their job. And what they end up doing is gang stalking people and harassing people and doing things like this to Tyree Nichols. I mean, I guarantee you, this is not the first time this has happened in this neighborhood. This is not the first time this Scorpion Squad has done this to someone. Oh, I'm sure not. Um. But the 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 city of Memphis disbanded their scorpion team, their scorpion unit, uh, as a result of all this. Here's the here's the uh, press release from the night of the event, or not the night of, but it was uh, almost immediately after the event, but long before the uh, video came out and stuff like that. On January seventh, twenty twenty three, at approximately eight thirty p.m., officers in the area. By the way, this is another thing. This thing, this didn't happen at fucking two a.m. Yeah. Right, this kid, this guy, uh, this kid. I keep wanting to call what, him a kid, but yeah, it's eight thirty in the evening. Yeah. So it's not it's not the kind of situation where it's like, well, what was he doing out at two a.m.? You can't even ask that. Freaking eight thirty in the evening, totally reasonable time to be yeah. out. Uh, totally reasonable time to be headed home. Um, officers in the area of Rains Road and Ross Road attempted to make a traffic stop for reckless driving. As officers approached the driver of the vehicle, uh, a confrontation occurred, and the suspect fled the scene on foot. So, what they're describing there is officers pepper-sprayed him while he was in his car, yanked him out of his car, started beating him while he was on the ground, Mm -hmm. uh, threatening him, uh, telling him to get on the ground when he was already on the ground, telling him to get on his stomach when they were holding him, and he couldn't, Mm -hmm. uh, and then he escaped these thugs that were beating on him. Um. That's what they're describing in that little part of the press release. I know it doesn't come across in the press release what exactly happened, but officers pursued the suspect and again attempted to take the suspect into custody. By that, they mean they tackled him. Um, While Mm -hmm. attempting to take the suspect into custody, another confrontation occurred. However, the suspect was ultimately apprehended. Now, what they're describing there is the officers beat up on this kid, batoned him, smacked him around for about four or five minutes, um, held him up while they took turns hitting him in the face, kicked him in the side, batoned him in the side, beat the living shit out of this kid. I keep saying kid. I'm just going to keep saying it. He's a young guy, so he reads to me as a kid. Um, they beat the living hell out of this guy, finally put cuffs on him and then leaned him up against the side of a car and did not render aid. That's what they mean there when they say suspect was ultimately apprehended. Um, while they stood around and high fived each other, gave each other knuckles talking about how cool that was what they just did. It's very, it's very sanitized, which you would expect at this point. From sure. Afterward, the suspect complained of having shortness of breath. At which time, an ambulance was called to the scene. Hmm. Well, that reads to me like... Uh, if, if, I wonder how that happened. Yeah. And it seems to me like if he didn't complain of any shortness of breath, they, they certainly wouldn't have had to call an ambulance. This obviously wasn't that big a deal, right? Uh, they only called yeah. the ambulance because he complained of shortness of breath. It's not like they had beaten him to a bloody pulp yeah, and no. had to call an ambulance. Yeah. 
<laughs> this is like the most, and you know, you can expect this, but it's like the most passive weasel voice you can ever imagine. Oh, yeah. Like, he complained of shortness of breath as yeah. if, you know, he just spontaneously happened uh, out of nowhere, not connected to any prior events that just occurred. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the suspect was transported to St. Francis Hospital in critical condition. So wait a minute. Hold on. Uh, he got away. There was a confrontation. He complained of shortness of breath, but he was in critical condition? Oh, that, did he trip and fall or something? How did oh, that wow, happen? This, so... this doesn't oh. sound like it was all that serious a thing. How was he in critical condition? Uh, due to the suspect's condition, the district attorney general's office has was contacted... But it was determined that the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation would handle this investigation. The officers involved will be routinely re- relieved of duty pending the outcome of this investigation. All additional information regarding this incident will be provided by the TBI. That's the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation. So, the, that's the initial press release from the police in Memphis. Let me just ask you, does that reflect um, what we witnessed on the video Not there? whatsoever. Like, you have, the, you have the skeleton of what happened, but none of the organs. Yeah. So I wonder but why... You, you take an event and you take, strip down the impactfulness of it, and you, you describe the most, like, sanitized version of it and just little bits and pieces and not how they connect. And especially, you know, this is very classic with like passive voice when you see like journalists do this or like uh, police reports um, where some uh, there's, uh, you know, all these series of events that happen and then, oh, he's in critical condition. It's like a, a deuce ex machina just yeah, appears exactly. out of nowhere. And he was like, just, oh, wow. He was just somehow in critical condition. Look, there was a confrontation and they were able to get him into custody and he complained of shortness of breath and uh, he was escorted to the hospital in critical condition. Uh, that means yeah. someone's like dying. Yeah. So th- this, uh, this, I- I'm wondering then if, if you and I can clearly tell that this press release is sanitized and, and all of this stuff. And, and frankly, even without having seen the video, this would, this would come off as sanitized and, 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 yeah. and sort of not reflective I, of what probably happened. to know that it's like, oh, I see what, I see how they're writing. Exactly. Um, and so like, this would, this would, this would come off, I think to you or I, even if, we had not seen the video or heard anything about this event. I think you or I, either one, could read this and say, well, that doesn't seem reflective. I mean, if he's being right. sent in critical condition, yeah. that this doesn't seem to reflect what occurred. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah it, well, it's, you know, it's the classic, uh, you know, the nature of the passive voice to always obfuscate, like, the cause, whatever the cause of something was. Right. So, like, it's completely impersonal language um, that strips out all causation whatsoever. Exactly. It's like, uh, you know, it's like that um, sometimes if, you, if there'll be a story about a cop who, uh, like, shot some young girl or something, they'll be like, Trooper's bullet flew through the air and struck <laughs> some girl. Uh, it's like, oh wow! I get they can fly. Holy shit! It exactly. Just, you know, gained autonomy and shot itself out of the gun. Yeah, uh, the uh, woman struck by bullet. Uh, yeah, fired from trooper's gun. Yeah, yeah. That's what the headline would be. Woman struck by when bullet, you could just fired say, from trooper. Like someone stole. Shot. Yeah, when like somebody stole yeah. the trooper's gun and shot the woman. They're not doing this for convenience because use less 
get across that the officer shot this woman. But exactly. instead, you have, you have to stretch it out to break it up. Yep. You have to say, well, bullets. Put as many words. Officer's gun. Put as many words between the victim and the perpetrator as you possibly can. Yes. Yeah. So, so this, if you and I reading this can tell that this is obviously cooked, like this is obviously a cooked account of what occurred. Why did the press run with it? Like it was the God's honest truth. Uh, Probably for the same reason they always use when they shit. Jesus Christ. The, the the press always takes these initial press releases and runs with them. Like, uh, well, here's what happened. Uh, this is what the police told us happened. Maybe ask a question or two. Like, why was he in critical condition? But then the police, you know, they might ghost them and they might be mean to them. Oh, on. yeah, they might. Well, you know, I guess I guess I shouldn't expect too much of journalists. They don't know how to ask questions. That's not, you know, part of the description of the job. <laughs> These fucking scumbags. It's like, you know, it's so funny because the journalists, like, they'll, they'll get the, the police report will come out, they, they hand it to the journalist, and then the journalist hands it to us, and they're like, oh, we have delivered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, that, that, that was the initial account of it. And, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm most interested in these kidnapping charges. I'm wondering if those are going to stick. Yeah, because it depends. It what ultimately what it depends on. And there was this one attorney who was saying, uh, "Well, it seems to give the defense a lot of wiggle room here to argue about the blah blah blah." And I'm thinking, not not really, um, because like there was the, like the probable cause has elements, right? Mm-hmm. And and you have to be able to identify those elements. And so if there was not probable cause, it, it's not hard to explain that. Hmm. The the problem is going to be if there was like questionable probable cause. Right. But even if it was, even if that were the case, I don't know why the chief would say otherwise. Yeah, we can't at this point in time, we cannot find any. Yeah. Like, why would uh, why would she say that instead of like um, uh, uh, there may have been probable cause? Right. I mean, because she's uh, just to explain. She's separated from this. Like the city, the the city of Memphis is not um, going to be prosecuting this. Mm-hmm. So why, why the the chief is like a, is a third party at this point? She can say whatever she wants to say about it. She could say there might have been, there might not have been. Mm-hmm. We're not sure. She could have said that, but she didn't. She said yeah. we can't substantiate it. We can't find any. Right. Yeah, because I mean, like, if she just said there may have been probable cause, she wouldn't be lying. There might be probable cause. Right. To say her statement, she made her statement more definitive. She gave herself less wiggle room than she could have. That's that's exactly my point. It's far far more definitive than it needs to be. Yeah. Which, to me, would imply that, like, they really can't find anything. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It just kind of seems it, it just kind of seems to me that that's the case. Uh, I want to read there was another this was the story that sort of explained it a little bit better. Um I liked that one screenshot that I had because it was very tight and and all the information was right there, but this one um uh we've looked at the cameras, we looked at body worn cameras, even if something had occurred prior to the stop, we've been unable to substantiate that at this time. Quote, we've taken a pretty extensive look to determine what the probable cause was. She's not referring to reasonable suspicion. 
and not the detainment and not even the stop. This is the probable cause. That that means the arrest. The arrest, yeah. We've taken a pretty extensive look to determine what the probable cause was, and we have not been able to substantiate that. It doesn't mean that something didn't happen, but there is no proof. <laughs> That's really the, definitive. The, the, the word extensive is very interesting, too. Is there right. like saying, hey, we looked. We've looked. Uh, we can't find it. Yeah, we lo- here. yeah, that exactly. That says we looked and we looked hard. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they wanted to find it just as bad as the as these oh, fucking sure. yeah, conservatives absolutely. want it to be found. Yeah. But no, they, that's not what they said. Um, so that that to me, that is that is weirdly definitive. And for Andrew Bronca to take the following quote. Um, Let me find it. For Andrew Bronca to take the following quote. I know this is a quote from Mulroy at the TBI. Quote, I know that a lot of this has already been publicly released, but there was an initial traffic stop, and we won't comment right now on the presence or absence of the legality of the stop, but there was a traffic stop. (laughs) So that's him saying, I've got no comment on reasonable suspicion for the stop. Right. And Andrew Bronca takes that. I'm sorry, continue. No, no, I was just going to say that. Is, and that's like giving the least right there. That's like, oh, saying, yeah. hey, uh, you know, we uh, there might have been reasonable suspicion here, uh, but I'm not going to d- definitively say there was or wasn't. Right. Uh, so, and to take that as a victory lap is insane. For Bronca to take that and say they're giving up on the kidnapping charges. This was a legal arrest. That's what he said. <laughs> He's retarded. He and doesn't again, to, know uh, the goddamn law. Reasonable suspicion deals with uh, detainment and probable cause deals with arrest. You can be detained on reasonable suspicion. You can be detained during the course of an investigation. The investigation's purpose is to find probable cause for an arrest. This is why you're not supposed to speak to the police while you're being detained. Because yes. the, the, the course of the investigation is designed to find probable cause for an arrest. But they need probable cause for an arrest. You cannot make an arrest on reasonable suspicion. Mm-hmm. You can detain, you cannot make an arrest. Mm -hmm. And so if they were in process of arresting him, which they would have to be if he was resisting, (laughs) then then there must, must be probable cause. Yeah. If there is no probable cause for the arrest, this is a kidnapping. Legally. Yeah. I believe kidnapping in in Tennessee, I I do not have the exact elements in front of me, but I read it. um, It it, it was something in the lines of the use of force in order to move an individual from one location to another. Mm -hmm. Which, out of the car, that's from one location to another. Yeah, yeah. He is dragged out of his car, um, maced, uh, and held to the ground violently. Yes. So there was a uh, there was a defense attorney, I believe a defense attorney from Houston, uh, Nicole uh, Hoke Globe. Very strange last name. I'm, I'm sure I'm not pronouncing that right. Criminal defense attorney said they may that the, uh, this is with regard to the kidnapping charge. A criminal defense attorney said they may focus in on the fact that the officers pulled Nichols from his car on the night of January 7th when he was punched, kicked and beaten with a baton. He died in the hospital days later, quote, trying to actually pull him out of the vehicle is a very unusual step. And that very well may be the reason that the district attorney's office has alleged kidnapping. The board said Friday. 
on News Nation's On Balance. Police said they were conducting a traffic stop from which Nichols fled after he was pulled from his car. Police were trying to restrain him on the ground before he was able to get up and run away. Um, well, they'd successfully restrained him. Uh, <laughs> former federal prosecutor, uh, yada, 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 um, called the kidnapping charges aggressive because they would have to prove that the officers weren't conducting a traffic stop for lawful reasons. No, 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 I, I don't, I don't, I don't even agree with that. Yeah. Uh, the traffic stop can be as lawful as it wants to be. It's the arrest that's the problem. It's the pulling him from the car. Moving him. That's the problem. Right. And again, as you said, you can't retroactively instantiate probable cause. So even if we find out, you know, in the toxicology report that he had drugs or alcohol in his system, that doesn't retroactively create probable cause. It does not. Probable cause and reasonable suspicion both are are part of, um, they depend upon the knowledge of the officers at the time. Yeah. You can't go back and say, well, we had probable cause. You can't, you can't go out and arrest a guy and then for nothing. Like, there's nothing there, nothing yeah. at all. You go out, you arrest a guy, take him back to the jail, get a blood draw on him, find out he's .02 over the, over the legal yeah. limit, and yeah. say, uh-huh. oh, see, right. we had probable cause because you, were, you yeah. were obviously over the legal limit. No, that's not how that works. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do that shit. And not have it stand up because the arrest has to be substantiated by probable cause. Mm -hmm. Probable cause has to be proved up by the state. The state has to has to there has to be an affidavit. It's called a probable cause affidavit by which in in which uh, the the officer or or whoever was involved uh, swears under penalty of perjury. That the events mm-hmm. therein gave rise to probable cause. They have to hit all the elements. They have to give. Uh, they have to give a reason, and it can't just be arrested because we had probable cause. It has to be no, no. What gave rise to probable cause? So the the, the people who were talking about how probable cause is presumed and all these presumptions, uh, they're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> dead wrong and and they 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 they're making up excuses for the cops in contravention of the law to try and make this seem legal mhm you um you brought up something interesting earlier that i think we should uh, touch on a little bit more um you brought up a connection between saw between the Daniel Shaver case, um, yes. what that would happen with that, and with um, Tyree Nichols, and I, um, I, I'm pretty sure I know where you're going with this, but you want to talk about that a little more. Uh, the Daniel Shaver case, uh, yeah, just like the connections you see between them, and, and yeah, oh yeah, man, and uh, yeah, there's a lot. Daniel Shaver was in a situation. For those of you who haven't seen the Daniel Shaver video, um, again, it's a snuff oh, film. It's a snuff yeah. film. Don't 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 feel like you have to go watch it, but I'm going to describe it. So. There, there's a, a a gaggle of cops. I think I think it was three, wasn't it? Um, Two or three, I think. Yeah, were called out uh, for a report of an armed individual aiming a gun out of a out of a hotel window. Now, Daniel Shaver was a pest control guy, and he had a pellet yeah. gun that he used in his in the course of his business. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was supposedly what was being aimed out the window, or whatever. He might have been shooting a squirrel out the window, or something like that. Um, who knows? Uh, but he was, he was drunk. Uh, he was, at least he was inebriated. I don't want to say he was drunk, like he was slobbering drunk and shit. It doesn't really appear that way, but there was some level of inebriation going on. Um, 
And which I say that to say I could see a, a guy with a pellet gun trying to shoot a squirrel out a hotel window when he's had a couple to drink. I could, that doesn't really oh, throw me. Time. I'm from the south, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Um, makes perfect sense. So the cops get called for this report of this firearm, um, being aimed out the hotel window. Uh, now there was a guy who was saying this was after the Vegas shooting. It's not. It was not. This was long. This was bef- this was a year and a half before the Vegas shooting. So anyone who tells you that this was right after the Vegas shooting and guns outside of hotel windows, yada yada, no, it wasn't. Um, also, we still don't have a motive for Stephen Paddock. Um, yeah, no. yeah, strange. So he, uh, the cops show up and they order him out of the hotel room. He comes out of the hotel room and they start screaming orders at him. And these thing, these orders are insane they told him to lay down I, put his hands behind his head say, um i i got i got this a little bit wrong earlier i said uh, earlier i was in an argument said he was ordered to put his arms behind his back and above his head they didn't say that yeah i i got confused it was he wanted to he told them to stop moving to cross your legs and then told them move forward and crawl to me yes they 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 ordered him to yeah. his knees with his arms aloft they told him to keep his hands up right and well first they said keep his keep your arms on your head yes uh, so he had his arms on his head first and then uh yeah Yes, and then they told him to keep his arms aloft, on his knees, cross his ankles, and crawl to them. All these orders are being yelled out one after the other in in different sequences from different officers, okay? Mm -hmm. He's crying, and he's begging them not to shoot him. Yes, it is horrible. Um, And he's weeping, and he's begging not to be shot. Yeah, and he's obviously trying to complain. Like he's, he's, he's doing he his level be best. Shot. Yeah, he does not want to be shot. He is. These cops are screaming at him. They're they're saying, and I even rewatched it fairly recently. They're screaming at him, telling him, "If you make a mistake, we will shoot. Likely shoot you. Yes, we're going to kill you." They're saying, "Like we're going yes, to shoot is, you. We're going to shoot you." It is a game of Simon Says, and your life is on the line. Yes, your life is on the line, and you're being told to do things that are physically impossible. So he was told to yeah. cross his ankles while on his knees yes. and crawl toward the Hands officers the with his arms yes. in the air. That yes. is physically <laughs> impossible. Yes. But he tried. And trying to do it would look insane. He did try, and it did look insane. Yeah. But but what happened immediately, the problem is he was wearing sweatpants, right? He was wearing these uh, like yes. like sweatpants. And as he's trying to crawl forward, they fall down. Right. And so his hand goes down to pull up his sweatpants. It didn't go to his Which back. People say it went to his back. It didn't go to his back. Yeah. That is instinctive. If, you, yeah, if, if, you if like your dick's about to fall out, out, yeah, you're pulling up your pants. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sane people anyway. So, so he, he, his arm goes down to grab his pants that are clearly falling. You can see it in the video and they unload on him and just blow him the fuck away. Yeah. Yeah. And the people who are saying, well, he should have complied. They told him not to his arm. One, instinctive. And you can obviously, he was trying to comply that whole time. Yes. Yes. Following their orders. Like, like their, their contradictory order back and forth uh like to such a degree that he was trying to comply as best as he possibly yes yeah he was doing he was doing his level best and they blew him away um 
And and so this reminds me of that situation because of what was happening at the beginning of the stop. Um, yes. When they yank him out of the car, he's trying to talk them down. He's trying to calm the situation down. Like, it's very obvious. Like, hmm, I, I could see myself doing that. I could see myself. I'm being yanked out of the car. I'm being yelled at by these cops. I'm being told. Stuff, and I'm and I'm just saying, hey, calm down, guys. What the fuck? What what you what, what's the big dick? Chill out. We can just talk. We don't have to communicate on this level, and that's kind of what he's trying to tell them. He's saying you guys are doing a yes. lot right now, and and I'm just trying to get home, and you know, he's trying to get the situation chilled the fuck out. After he's been pepper sprayed, after he's been yanked out of his car, he's not being violent. Um, yeah. he's being more calm than I think most people would be. Yeah, yeah, like. Absolutely. When I watched the video, I was surprised at the level of how diplomatic he was to them. Yeah. Um, That's it. That is a great way to, he was being incredibly diplomatic. He wasn't like, people are saying like he was violently resisting. No, he wasn't. Right. And he's trying to have a conversation. He was not doing that. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And so, and so they're, uh, so they, they're, they're yelling these orders at him and they're saying, we're going to beat that. We're going to beat you up. We're going to, we're going to, you know, they're saying all kinds of shit like that. It's all those kinds of threats. Yeah, uh, we're going to beat like, the fuck out of you. Ground. I'm on the ground already. Uh, lay on your stomach while they're holding him restrained on his side. Yeah. I believe he said, I can't when they said lay on your stomach, I believe he goes, yeah. I can't. And, and they're saying, get on the ground, get on the ground. I am on the ground. Yeah. Get on your stomach. Uh, yeah. and the, the, that interaction was, he said, get on the ground, get on the fucking ground. And then yeah. uh, Tyree Nichols while says, he's on the ground. yes, Tyree Nichols says, I'm already on the ground. And the officer says on your fucking stomach. Yeah. Meanwhile, they're holding him. Yeah, there, there are five uh, men r- restraining this guy. He, he's a skinny guy, but even if he wasn't, there's a dude restraining him on his side. If they wanted him on the stomach, on his stomach, they could have made, pushed, like, forced him on his stomach if yes. that's what they wanted. Yeah. So the so that's what reminds me of the Daniel Schaefer situation is the fact that there's all yeah. these people saying he should have just complied and compliance was impossible. Yeah. <laughs> like, like here, I'm going to Dean, I'm going to uh, like uh, someone's going to hold you at gun, gunpoint and they're going to say, draw me a square circle. And if you don't, I'm going to shoot you. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's exactly. Yeah. That is a perfect that is a perfect description of, of how both of these situations went down. And, and 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 while Daniel Shaver, this is the thing too, while Daniel Daniel Shaver's weeping and begging for his life, he was begging for his life, dude. Yeah, that, that's it's so hard to video and that video is just haunting. It's so hard to watch. And 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 again, don't feel the need to. It's a fucking snuff film and it's one of the worst ones yeah. I've ever seen. Oh, that, and that uh, fucking cop got rehired at and he is on disability for PTSD. They rehired him. Twenty. Yeah, they rehired him. Yeah, he, this is well, the thing now. Yeah, they rehired yeah. him that, specifically so he could get his bennies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they yeah. fired him, so, and he was working at, I believe, a steel plant. And then, um, and then after his trial, when he was acquitted, I have no fucking idea why he was acquitted, but. After he was acquitted, apparently I, I don't remember. So I'm not super familiar with the actual case, the case itself. Like what I, I'm not super. I, I know I, I know. I 
I have not studied the court case, but what some, from someone told me is that the jury did not see the body cam footage. Oh, did they keep it out? I'm pretty sure they, well, I, I can't say I'm pretty sure. I've heard that that's what happened. That is a, that is a possibility. I, I can see how you can maybe get that kept out of there. Um, I know one of the things was that they, I think one of the things they managed to keep out was the fact that that officer whose name Brailsford, was it something like that? No, Brailsford. I can't remember. It was Brailsford. Um, they, they were able to, I believe they were able to keep out that he had engraved your fucked on his AR-15 dust cover. Oh yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know the, keep that out. I'm sorry. You broke up. You don't know what? Oh, I, I, I said, uh, I'm not super familiar with the court cases I said, but I wouldn't be surprised if they, uh, if they kept that out. Yeah. Well, more, more prejudicial than probative, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You could keep right. that out. Um, so in any case, uh, that, that, that's the, the, the difference between these two, between those two events is that while Daniel Shaver was begging for his life and begging not to be shot, in 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 similar fashion, but but it's very it feels very different. Tyree Nichols is trying to trying to talk them down. Yeah. And why didn't they listen to him? Yeah. Now they're on the hook Again, for murder. I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot of like police brutality videos, um, and I'm not saying this just to say it. Um, he was m- like more diplomatic than he had any right to be, and he need to be certainly, yeah. And he need that's what I mean. And he need to be, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he did not need to be that diplomatic whatsoever, given the situation, and he was. Yeah, I agree with you one hundred percent. And that's the thing that blows me. You know, why didn't those cops just comply when he was trying right. to calm them down? Yeah, he was trying to let them know there was no danger. He was trying to let them know they could just talk like normal human beings. Why yeah. didn't they just comply? Now they're facing yeah. murder charges, kidnap charges, five people with yeah. families, I yeah, presume. Just complied, yeah. Yeah, facing felony charges. They should have just complied. Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't they just comply? Doesn't make any damn sense to me. If they had complied when Tyree when Tyree told them that they were doing a lot. And that they, when they, when they, when he was trying to calm them down and get the situation sort of chilled and under control, and they, they're having a conversation, like I said, a conversation like adults, they should have mm-hmm. just complied and they wouldn't be in the situation they're in now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, uh, obviously, you know, double standard is obvious that most people have, but like, if you, if someone acted towards a cop, the way that cops act towards the citizenry. Yeah. Uh, people will be saying, yeah, that cop should absolutely shoot that person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. If there were five fucking nobodies, right? Five regular dudes. Yeah. Yanking a cop out of his car like that, that cop would have been justified yep. in blowing every one of them away. Right. Every single one of them. Yeah. Yeah. They should have just complied. Mm-hmm. But now they're facing felony charges. Their lives are ruined. Yeah. I'll be interested in who takes a plea. <laughs> yeah. Or if they even offer a plea. It's possible the TBI says, no, nah, we're not offering you a plea. Mm-hmm. This is going to trial. 
But yeah. Yep. They should have just complied. Yeah. Absolutely. That that it, it, it but that's why it reminded me of the shaver situation is in both cases the the guys the victims are saying mm-hmm. we can don't do this. Mm-hmm. Don't do what you're doing. You're making a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> and and the, and the police of course don't fucking listen. Because they think they're better. They think they are they know they have the legal authority or at least they are legally immune from mm-hmm. liability for whatever they do. Mhm. They know that. Yeah. And so of course they're just going to act like fucking uh uh fucking rabid fucking wolves around people. <laughs> This this was the point I was making uh, yesterday on Twitter where I was like I was arguing with someone about like qualified immunity and they're saying well you know there these cops aren't going to get qualified immunity and it's like yes I, I know that they but might the point is well that is true actually the qualified uh, immunity is based on the good faith belief of the officer at the time it is absolutely true. possible that these guys could all be be uh, have protection from liability it is absolutely possible. That that's a very good point. Um, uh, but even even giving them that, even saying they don't, even if they don't, they still are in a culture where qualified immunity is a dominant thing. Yeah. So they're going to have, be under. They're going to act under the impression that they can do these things and get away with. It. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, here's the thing. I mean, look, this is this is ultimately what the one of the things there's 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 multiple uh, ways that they can get qualified immunity. The, the, their good faith belief is a pretty good one. But there's also um, there has to have been there's a there's part of qualified immunity is that the officer uh, in order to be liable, the officer has to be aware that what they were doing was a civil rights violation. The way that the courts mm-hmm. interpret that is is there case law that is almost the exact same situation in that jurisdiction so if you can't find analogous case law in the jurisdiction and when i say analogous i don't mean analogous in the way that that most um case law is analogous when you're trying to make a legal argument usually it's like mm-hmm. look no it's not exact but it's close and we can take these sort of principles from the way that this case was approached um uh, that's usually what analogous means in the case of qualified immunity analogous means exact mhm so if there's not analogous case law in that jurisdiction, then the police are considered to not be on notice that that particular act is a civil rights violation. And that's how they get qualified immunity as well. Mm-hmm. It's very much that there's that video that goes around that's like uh, how qualified immunity works. And it's like, teacher, he hit me. Well, did he get in trouble for it before? No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So he's not going to get in trouble for it now. And then he hits him again and it's teacher. He hit me. Well, did he get in trouble for it before? No, but he just did it a minute ago. Well, yeah, but did he get in trouble for it? No. Well, okay then. That's how it works. (laughs) So a situation like this, it's absolutely possible. These cops get qualified immunity. Totally possible. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Especially the ones that showed up later. I mean, the, the, the cops that initiated it might not. Like, let's say that there's, let's say there's some reason that the cops that initiated the whole thing um, don't get qualified immunity. The cops that showed up later aren't going to have all the information the cops that were, that, of the cops that were there first. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. And so yep. it's possible they might get qualified immunity while the initial cops don't. Never mind the fact that they were all involved in standing him up and beating the hell out of him and passing him around. Right. Never mind the fact they all did that. You know, it's a, it's a, it's law is a fuck sometimes, but, but that's the way that that functions. And so, um, and they know that Mm -hmm. and they will lie to you about it. They will lie to you on Twitter. Anytime there's a fucking Leo on Twitter explaining to you how qualified immunity works, he's lying, (laughs) lying through his fucking teeth. I think you had a tweet, uh. Uh, yesterday or something it was like never take never take cop or something like yeah that. yeah there was a uh here let me put oh because this was something i wanted to respond to as well actually the, that that point um uh i can get it pulled up just real quick uh somebody said uh somebody posted a video of when they yanked him out of the car and uh said you have a right to resist and run from this if this is policing resisting is our constitutional right which is uh i don't i'm not sure how true that is actually but a uh, an officer responded and said uh cop here no you do not have the right to resist the police it is illegal in all 50 states that being said the cops do not have the right to engage in excessive force and all five of these ex cops need to go to prison for a very long time nichols resisted but cops can't do this now that's not the case. Uh, again, as I said, check your local laws, but some uh, statutes in some jurisdictions specifically say that resisting is a crime that can only be charged in, uh, in the case of a lawful arrest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so this, this stupid cunt, Texas art chick, uh, who is a cop, is fucking stupid and wrong. <laughs> And, uh, and a retard. <laughs> and I said, do not take legal advice from cops. Check your local laws. There are jurisdictions in which... Oh, I also made this point. There are jurisdictions in which you can defend a charge of resisting or evading by showing the arrest was unlawful. So it can happen on either side. There are some places where uh, the unlawfulness of the arrest is a defense to the charge of resisting, and there are some places where you can't even charge resisting if the arrest was unlawful, right? So it, uh-huh. it, it depends, but it can happen on either side, depending on where you are. Uh, and like I said, there are 14 jurisdictions. Uh, Tennessee is included in that where, um, and nothing, none of this is legal advice, check your local laws. Uh, there's, there, there are 14 jurisdictions where resisting, um, where, where the unlawfulness of the arrest is not a defense to the charge of resisting. Tennessee is one of those, um, which is insane. Uh, but there are also some jurisdictions that have passed legislation or have case law that specifically says that an individual has the right to resist or the right to defend themselves against the excessive force of an officer. Mm-hmm. Those jurisdictions exist as well. So check your local laws. Um, but do not take legal advice from police. They don't know a goddamn thing. <laughs> they don't know any. I'm serious. Cops, yeah. as, as a bucket of people, right? As a general group, yeah, yeah. cops don't know shit about the law. They don't know a goddamn thing. 
what they're given in their training. What they are given in their training is like a a set of guidelines. Uh Yeah. So that they, if they follow these guidelines, they'll probably be on the right side of the law. That's what they're given. Mm -hmm. But they do not know the law. Not in the slightest. Um, Cops are the jailhouse lawyers. They don't know shit. Um, and, and of course, the catch-22 for this is if you um, survive. Mm-hmm. So, like, the, the, you can, in some of these jurisdictions, you may be legally allowed to resist. You may be legally allowed to defend yourself. But you got to live through it to make that argument. <laughs> and that is... Uh, not likely to happen. <laughs> All right, let's see. Uh, this was this was a this was a code that was given to me by someone in the comments of that. Um, E three, he said it is. So let's find E three. Um, the threat or use of force against another is ju- is not justified to resist a halt at a roadblock, arrest, search, or stop and frisk. But the person using force knows is being made by law enforcement officer unless the law enforcement officer uses or attempts to use greater force than necessary to make the arrest, search, stop and frisk or halt. And the person using force reasonably believes that the force is imminently necessary to protect against the law enforcement officer's use or attempted use of greater force than necessary. He had every right, every right to fight those cops. Every right. Yeah. (laughs) Tennessee Code 2010, Title 39, Chapter 11, Part 6. 39-11-611, Part E3. Sorry, Paragraph E3. He has every fucking right. The threat or use of force against another is not justified to resist a halt at a roadblock, arrest, search, or stop and frisk that the person using the force knows is being made by a law enforcement officer. Okay? So you don't get to use self-defense against an arrest or a stop and frisk, whatever, against a law enforcement officer unless B. The person using force reasonably believes that the force is immediately necessary is imminently immediately necessary to protect against the law enforcement officer's use or attempted use of greater force than necessary. You also need part A, the law enforcement officer uses or attempts to use greater force than is necessary. They were using greater force than was necessary to conduct that yeah. investigation, to conduct that yeah. detainment. They were using greater force than was necessary to arrest him. He had every right to kill them. Yeah. There's the law, Bronca. <laughs> Use of force expert piece of I love, shit. I love this hatred you have for him. <laughs> God, what a fucking moron he is. I'm a use of force expert. Get bent. <laughs> Fuck you. Fucking Bronca. There's the goddamn law. Jesus Christ. Uh, Seriously, he makes me so goddamn angry. (laughs) He makes me, he makes me unreasonably angry. Jesus. But that's the, that is the statute. I'm not sure the case law on the statute. It could have been gutted by case law. Um, It's, it's possible that, that that's happened, but I, I doubt it. I imagine that this statute pretty much means what it says. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, but there's a yeah. Someone shared that. I hadn't looked that up yet. Someone just shared that with me in the uh, yesterday on on that. Um, someone just shared that with me on that on that tweet that I had sent out, and I wanted to look it up. <laughs> I'm I'm glad you did. I'm glad. I'm glad we. I'm sorry you broke up. You're glad what? Oh, hold on. I think my mic went out for a second. I, I'm glad we were able to cover so many bases here so far. Mm-hmm. Like, just to get it all out of our system. Oh, yeah. Dude, I've been... This shit's been stacking up in me for days. I, like, I've been... I, I it just... <sighs> this, this, whole, uh, this, this whole thing is so disgusting, and watching people defend the actions of these police on any basis, frankly. I don't care how ancillary to the law it might be. Um, again, yeah, uh, the unlawfulness of, a, of an arrest is not a defense to a charge of resisting in Tennessee. That's true. Um, mm-hmm. I don't care. Uh, I, I don't think you can make a moral argument that makes that law make sense. Yeah. Um. And so even if, even if what someone is arguing is, is, I personally don't see, there's no evidence that anyone has that, that makes that arrest legitimate. There's no evidence that anyone has that makes anything that happened to Tyree Nichols okay, even legally. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I, even if there was... Even if, let's say, even if there was probable cause for the arrest, for example, um, or something close to it, I don't think there was probable cause for an arrest. I really don't. I, I think, yeah, I think you might be able to find something to quibble about that might be probable cause, but I don't think you can say definitively. I, I mean, that that there was probable cause at all here. Um, but. Even if there is something you can quibble about that might be probable cause, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Because you cannot justify morally, even if you can attempt to justify it legally, you cannot justify morally what happened. Yeah. Not without being an amoral sociopath. Right. Yep. Yeah. It's. <laughs> <laughs> This whole thing is just, I don't know, man. Sorry I went off on that statute. I know no, that kind no, of derailed glad, stuff. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I'm glad you did. No, I'm glad you did. I don't know. I truly just don't know. I'm out of, I'm out of constructive criticism. Do, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm out of, I'm yeah, out of giving these too. fucking yeah. pigs chances. Right, exactly. Yeah. I, I'm just, uh, I've been stuck in like the righteous indignation phase uh, for a long time where just like yeah i hate these people yeah i think it's permanent at this point yeah like i don't i i, I can't i'm <sighs> hey, you know if we went in if we got rid of qualified immunity and made sure it got paid out of their of their pensions that would clean it up real fast yeah okay it might like i'm not saying you're wrong i'm not saying that that, that that's not a good idea yeah. i just don't fucking care anymore Mm-hmm. I just don't care about fixing it. I want it gone. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, it's like, you know, this is the whole, you know, Rothbard made 
point to and like you know his piece do you hate state and that that piece was really a critique of like uh, milton friedman uh right because you know it, right. it's not that the the some of these like people are wrong in some of the arguments they make i i think a lot of them are correct economically uh but they seem to just like miss the like uh these people are fucking murderers and uh it, it uh, don't let them just you know you know don't go gently into that good night right right just do not let that fact escape you uh that these people claim a right to commit actions against you that you would never tolerate in any other sense from another human being if they did not wear a badge right i i i'm i that's 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 pretty much where i am now is like i don't after george floyd i was totally interested in having the policy conversation where it's like, yeah, if we just get rid of, if we just get, and that's after, look, I wasn't new to this when George Floyd happened. I, right. I watched the Daniel Shaver video the day it came out. I watched the fucking Kelly Thomas video. I, 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 I've been aware of this. We talked about this a little bit on the last show. Um, and I think it's probably true for you and I both. We've been mad about this for years. Years mm-hmm. and years. And um, after this... I don't want to have the policy conversation anymore. Yeah, we get, we can, mm-hmm. yeah, let's get rid of qualified immunity. Yeah, make sure it comes out of their pensions. What the fuck ever political solution you want to try, have at it. Yeah. Have yeah. at it. But personally, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not I, having I that argument anymore. Being, you can't fix it. I, I'm sorry. I can't continue. imagine being a person in 2023 with access to the internet using their time to defend the peace of all people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. And you know what? Bless them. The people who, the people who do yeah. want to have the policy conversation, the people yeah. who do want to talk about getting rid of qualified immunity and attacking the pensions and, you know, giving them every, every yeah. reason, giving the cops every reason in the world to try and clean up their ranks. Fine. Bless you for having that conversation. Yeah. I yeah. am done with it. I don't care. Right. I want them gone. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like I'm not even saying that they're wrong in like the, their policy proposals and how they think they'd work. I think a lot of them are probably correct in their estimations of how they'd work. Absolutely. Um, but as you said, I don't care. I don't care. Like, <laughs> I am much more um, concerned about the moral argument about uh, these people are murderers and we should stop giving them this double standard in society where they can do horrible, horrible things and get away with it because they wear a badge because they have some title from the state. I think that is where my focus is. I think there needs to be a lot more Andrew coffee, the fourth situations. Yes. Yes, absolutely. There needs to be a lot more cops extending beyond their legal rights, extending beyond their rights as human beings who get blown the fuck away. And the guy who did it gets acquitted. Yes, absolutely. I think, there, I think there needs to be a lot more of that because I'm at this point, just like this, I do think we, we sort of fall into the trap a little bit, at least, um, at least have, or maybe I have, I shouldn't say we, I think I have fallen into the trap, especially with things like qualified immunity and stuff like that, where it's like everything I hate is monocausal. You know what I mean? Well, like qualified yeah, immunity. Yeah. To some extent we all, there's, there's all, you know, it, it's very easy, you know, especially if you like, especially if you're like in an argument, 
point, but you don't want to like uh, substantiate the point with a bunch like ten other things. You can just kind of right. like wrap it into a nice bow and say, well, you know, this is the main cause, and I'm just gonna talk about this. Right? Uh, no, I, I think I think everyone does that. Yeah. But I, it's, I, I think I've fallen into that with qualified immunity in the past, where it's like, oh, if we just got rid of qualified immunity, well, no, I don't think that's the case. I don't think getting rid of qualified immunity fixes this. Oh, yeah, no, I agree. I, I truly don't. It's too deep. It's too fucking deep. I agree. Yep. I mean, this is like, this is like saying, um, I mean, this is like, like if you have a tree that's rotted all the way down to the root. And it's like, well, if we cut off that one bad branch, uh, the tree will come back. Right, right. I, I, well, I was telling, I was having that this, this interaction on Twitter, um, where the the person I was arguing with, uh, they were saying, I was saying, like, well, look, if we get rid of qualified immunity and we make it so that the cops have no more rights, no more legal permissions to do anything that no other individual would be permitted doing. Then I think things would be uh, fairly good, or at least in the right direction. Um, and and the, the guy responded, "Well, the system couldn't function that way." It's like, huh? Well, what does that tell you? What does that tell you what about your fucking you? system? Oh yeah, my god! Yeah, what does it tell you that a certain group of people uh, have to have this legal monopolistic privilege uh, that only they have in order for your system to function. What does that say about your system, sir? Yep. Yeah. Well, they'll, they'll never see it that way. They'll never see it that way. I mean, there was the guy who was, um, there was the guy who was arguing about the Daniel Shaver thing. And he said, uh, he said, well, they didn't know that he wasn't armed. They were called there for a firearm. And so when he, when he reached, they had to assume there was a gun and, and everyone's arguing against that. And he's saying, uh, he says, no, uh, he says, what do you want him to start catching bullets before they fire? I said, yes, if cops want to be well, yeah, heroes, they have to take risks. Um, yeah. I and, here, here's a statement. Here's a statement. You know, uh, Blackstone's ratio, right? Of course, of course you do. Uh, but for people who don't know Blackstone's ratio is it's, it's better to let 10 men uh, go, 10 guilty men go free than one innocent person be prosecuted uh, unjustly. Um, and I will say I'd rather 10 cops be shot than one innocent be shot by a cop. Yeah, uh, that's my ratio. Yes, uh, <laughs> 100%, 100%. That is my ratio. You man. want a hero's uh, funeral. You want to be treated like a hero. You want everybody to yeah. worship the ground you fucking walk on. Take the fucking uh-huh. risk, you pig. Um, yeah, I yeah. I, if it come, if there's a, a scenario, this person might be innocent. Like it's a fifty fifty. They might be innocent. They might be a criminal. Um, I want the cop to take the bullet uh, yes. on the chance that they might be innocent. Yes, yeah. that is what I want. Actually, that is one hundred percent what I want. But uh, and, and, yep. but he said that's ridiculous. Why would you want an innocent person? to uh why would you not why would you want an innocent person to not respond to the aggressor and i'm just sitting here thinking i'm I'm, no i'm sitting here thinking who do you think the aggressors are right why are you asking that also you asking that of them and also no one is saying you can't deal with the aggressor they've fired and they've shown themselves to be an aggressor but this whole like eh, you know we're gonna cast a wide net and we're gonna shoot a bunch of people oh it turns out like a lot of them were innocent well that's oh, his, that's his, his position was that the cops were innocent and that the people right, that right. daniel shaver was the aggressor and i'm sitting here thinking <laughs> you got this backwards yeah what world do you live in sir 
that you see a crying man on the floor uh, doing whatever he says to a bunch of cops that are screaming at him, saying they will murder him if they fa- if he fails. Simon says, um, "In what world do you live in that that man crawling, crying on the floor is the aggressor, and the yeah. cops are the innocent people here?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a it is divorced from reality. Yeah. In every sense, it is abs. It is it is um, absolutely defor. And, and honestly, dude, again, I've made this point before, but I, I, I people who think things like this, people who think shit like Jack Posobiec, people who think things like these morons, mm-hmm. rest comfortably knowing they will never, ever, ever, ever get caught up in the system. They, they, they've never yeah. considered it. They've never thought about it. They've never thought about, well, what right. would I do in that situation? It doesn't occur to them. It's very easy to Monday morning quarterback field. Yeah. It's very easy. And it, it's, it's very easy to Monday morning quarterback when you don't know how football's played. Right. <laughs> like you can say, well, why didn't he do this other thing? And it's like, well, I mean, that's not how you play football. That's, that's not how it works. That's not how the game works. <laughs> But that's what they do with the with the system, with the criminal justice system, you know, we, with the way police operate. That's what they do. Yeah. And I've said it multiple times, but it's especially um, damning to me that um, they're making this argument. Well, why didn't he just fly when he is being more diplomatic than he had any need to be? Any need to be. Like, yeah, you're right. At all. You're right. Like, uh, so I, <laughs> I'm, I'm, like I said, I didn't want to play any audio of this, but if if if. Yeah. If I if I could if and if I felt yeah. okay doing it, I would play the audio of him saying, "Y'all are doing the most right now. I'm just trying to get home." I I will say if you do want to watch the video, not the most, a lot. It's like, yeah, if you do want to watch the video, if you just watch the first three minutes of the video or so, um, it, it's still like it can be traumatizing. You know, every threshold is different, right? But um, it can. Uh, it's not as bad as what happens later on in the video, but yeah. if you watch just that first part. You can see that he's being very, very diplomatic. Yes, people. he's being he's being far kinder to these men than they deserve. Yeah, and they killed him for it. Yeah. God, I think the and this this always gets me. This is what got me with the Kelly time, and you know it, it's it's the whole thing. I don't want to like, put, but it's like when he's screaming for his mother. That was oh the my god! Where I almost turned off the video. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad, and and the other thing too is it's like you know people will watch that and they'll say that was performative, but <laughs> but they'll say that well, yeah them I, I know, <laughs> but they'll say that also not knowing that his mom was down the street. Right, his mom was right down the street. He was running to her house. Yeah. Yeah, he even says when he gets pulled out of the car, I just want to get home. Yeah, I'm just trying to get home. I just want to get home. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, he should have just complied. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How do I, that's well, that's the thing that blows me away about these videos most often. And and it happens a lot even when things don't go this far. It happens like if you ever watch those those like the like the First Amendment audit videos and things like that, which I don't recommend you do. You can get some very bad legal advice from them. But um, <laughs> I've seen a few of them. Yeah, yeah. I, I like them, but sometimes those guys are dead wrong on the law. Um, 
but they're the the when you watch those the as the cops start to get riled up and the guy is saying like hey calm down like just hey chill chill out back off like why why are you it amazes me that there's a class of people who are not expected to check themselves when another human being comes at them with that energy. When another human being comes at them saying, yo, chill, calm down. Yeah. Nothing, nothing is fucked here. It, chill, chill out. We can talk yeah. like human beings. Uh, there's a class of individual in this world whose response to that is that, no, 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 I'm just going to beat you up because I'm allowed to. Their response to that is not to check themselves and to say, oh, yeah, you're right. I'm 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 getting a little wound up. Mm hmm. Like a mature adult. Their response to that is, is no, I'm just going to start hitting you. And it's yeah. every one of these videos, dude, every not every single one, but, but it, it's it's in in more of them than not. The guy who is being attacked by these officers is saying, hey, hey, chill, chill. Let's just, let's talk. Yeah. I can't imagine, just as a human being, I can't, I can't imagine being on the other side of that and having somebody who's afraid of me looking at me saying, hey, cal- calm down, chill. Let's just talk. Mm-hmm. And, and my response being to get more violent. You're right. Right. Because it's, it's the kind of thing where it's like, I, I mean, at that, at that point, I'm the asshole. I, I'm the asshole, unquestionably. If I were ever to do that, I would be the dick. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And nobody and questions you know, it when there are cops. Yeah, no. If, if there are cops, cops are just these beings who have more rights than you than you know the the plebes do uh and we're we're just supposed to sit there and take it and if we act if we acted the way cops acted we'd be shot by cops how different would it go absolutely we would be um how different would it go if if an officer instead of responding the way they do actually took that and and said okay here's the score man this is what we caught you doing this is what we got to do about it. I'm going to have to take you in. You'll right. probably be let out in, in 12 to 14 hours. Uh, you'll be able to make a phone call while you're there. Um, you'll probably be arraigned and let out in 12 to 14 hours, at which time you can return here. And um, I suggest you contact an attorney immediately thereafter. Like, if you just talk to them, like people. Yeah. And not subjects. Right. Not just shouting orders like some kind of ass. If you just explain the score and said, I'm going to have to take you in and I don't have a choice. I have to. I mean, even you can lie and say you don't have a choice. Yeah. Just say, I don't have a choice. I have to take you in. Right. And this is how it's going to have to go down. And if you fight me, I'm going to have to use force on you. Right. Uh, even that right now, see the, uh, nothing has really changed in like even their ostensible legal procedure, No, just their attitude change in that, in that hypothetical. But yet all the P as you said, and I, I, I'm just bolstering the point here. Uh, as you said, it's not like no one ever looks at the cop and says, Hey, that cop should have been more reasonable. 
They're like, yeah, no, that exactly. person should have just complied. That cop, uh, f- you know, uh, wanted that person to eat shit, and that person should have ate shit. Yeah. That's what they believe. That's what they wa- they believe. You have to do whatever the cop says, and if you don't, it's your fault you die. That is what these people believe. Yes. It's absolutely what they believe. That's what the cops believe, dude. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah. They think they're better. And, and they think they're better because they have the legal right that makes them better. They have legal authorities that make them better. That's why it can't be fixed just by getting rid of qualified immunity. That's why I've lost interest in the policy conversation. They think they're better because yeah. they are legally. Yeah. And as long as that's the case... There's there's no conversation to be had. Yeah. Uh, it's it's they will continue to murder people until they no longer exist. Yeah. It, it's just it's just what it's going to be. Yeah. And and people like Jack Posobiec and Andrew Bronca will continue to run interference for them. For murderers. Mhm. Rapists. Again, check Maggie McNeil's list. There's a shitload of them. Yeah. People like Andrew Bronca and Jack Posobiec and Matt Walsh will continue to run interference for them. Continue to want them to have more power. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that was Matt Walsh just a few days before this video came out talking about how cops should have the right to cane drug dealers. Mm-hmm. Or anyone who's caught smoking weed should yeah. be beaten by the police. Yes. yes. When you, if you are a person and you say uh, there should, uh, in this state, especially in current day America, um, but it, I think anytime, uh, and you're saying there should be a law against this, realize what you're saying. You are saying that if the person does not comply, you believe these people are, these cops should come and uh, use force to issue their go to force their compliance really yes Um, and if they don't if they don't comply in the way that you want them to uh at the time you want them to do it you believe uh, to believe in the state is to believe this you believe they should uh escalate force in order to achieve compliance to enforce the law because if you were uh, if you were saying there should be a law you are saying implicitly at the very least I, this thing should be enforced. This thing I like should be enforced. And that means sometimes that means cops cracking skulls. That's Every what that means. law is a death warrant for someone. Yes. Yes, it is. Exactly. Every single one. Yes. Even things like even if you say, you know, there should really be a law uh, to do, you know, X, Y or Z. Well, look, look at Eric Garner and the loose cigarettes. Yeah, right? yeah, it's illegal to sell. First of all, this is something everybody overlooks about that. Uh, not everybody, but just just I'm, I'm going to say what's unnecessary, probably for our audience. But um, the reason it's illegal to sell loose cigarettes is because you're getting around the sales tax on cigarettes, the cigarette yes. tax. Uh, Eric yes. Garner was killed over taxes. That is a fact. Yes. Um, but yes. even outside of that. Yeah. If you're going to say, well, it, it should be illegal to sell loose cigarettes. Well, someone's going to die for that. Yes, that's that's what that means. You are saying that this person either has to submit to your punishment or if they resist, uh, you are willing for your cops who are enforcing the law you proposed to kill them. That is what you that is the implication of. 
And if you do not agree with that, then you are not actually supporting the law and you need to you're confused. You're very confused. Yes, it's what it's, it's one of the two. You are. Either but I think a lot of these of people, I, I, yeah. I, I think you're right, but, but I'm not sure how confused they are. I think a lot of these people are actually cool with that because, oh, again, they do not see themselves as subject to it. Their response is right. always, uh, well, me and my family, we respect the law and we respect cops yeah. and we don't break the law and we're good people <laughs> and all this other shit. Yeah. Not understanding how much shit is against the law. Not understanding yeah. that, yeah, you do break the law, motherfucker. You just don't know yes. it. Nobody's caught you yet. And and tomorrow, these people in Washington or your state legislature, they could make you a felon overnight. The ATF do- is in process of doing that for people whose whose yes. pistol braces were once legal. And now within 120 days, if those don't get registered and they don't get their little tax stamp, those people are felons. Yes. And if you pride yourself on being a law abiding. And I'm not saying you have to go out and. I'm not I'm not advocating that you don't have to do that. You can just say nothing. You don't have to proclaim your uh, fealty to God emperor. Yeah, you don't have to do it. Like if you want to say that, you know, uh, I'm a law abiding citizen and, you know, bad could ever happen to me because I'm a. Well, that just means that you are subject then to the whims of the legislature. What, what, what your actions are determined by whatever they say is legal. If you if that is your identity as a person, that I'm a good, upstanding citizen because I follow the law to the T and I would never consider breaking the law ever. Then that just means that these people can do whatever the fuck they want to you and you'll just roll over and take it. That's what that means. Yeah. Isn't Jack Posobiec gay? Uh, is he? No, I don't think so. One of these guys is gay we were talking about. I can't remember who. <laughs> let's, uh, we can, let's find out. <laughs> well, no, no. I, I, I say that to make the point that there are many states in which sodomy laws are still in yes. the books. Oh, right, right. Yes. So are you that law-abiding? Right. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, it has, I mean, it doesn't even have to necessarily be gay. Have you ever had oral sex with a woman? Right. That, that violates those laws. How law-abiding mm-hmm. are you? Right. These people have no fucking clue how much shit is against the law. Yeah. And again, them saying that is just saying, I will roll over if the state tells me to roll over. Yeah, that's, that, that is 100% right. And, and they, they don't understand the implications of that. Um... There was a guy who's like a 2A guy who was arguing that, that, well, you just follow commands and just follow the law and all this other stuff. And it's like, what happens when they take your guns, dude? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. And so I, I think that guy responded, actually, and said, well, then they'd be violating the Constitution. It's like, okay, what if they pass a constitutional amendment deleting the Second Amendment? Dude? Fun fact. What what's constitutional is determined by nine guys and a couple of chicks now, but by nine people in robes. What they say is constitutional is constitutional. And so if you get those nine people, or let's say you expand the court and you make it 12, you get enough people on there on that court to say, well, no, it's constitutional to take all the guns. You're wrong, buddy. It's not against the constitution because the people that say what the constitution means said it wasn't. 
Yeah, they think the Constitution is just like this intransigent uh, property that will never change. And that conforms to their opinion at all times. Yes, yes. It's whatever I conveniently believe at any time. Yeah, they don't understand that what the Constitution said is determined by a few people. And if those few people disagree with you, you're wrong. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what the plain text of the document says. If they say it doesn't say that, it doesn't say that. You know, Bill Hicks, um, the late Bill Hicks, he had this um, uh, uh, line in one of his comedy specials. And he was saying it was like, you're free to do whatever the fuck they tell you. Exactly. And it's. And that's exactly it. And that ultimately is like the, you know, the standard boomer conservative 2A person. They're like, you know, I love my guns and I love freedom. And well, until it becomes illegal, then I have to be a good law abiding citizen. And, you know, exactly. Every single thing. uh, Well, but that law, but but such a law would be unconstitutional, uh, according to whom? Because if the the Supreme Court upholds it, buddy, you're wrong. You're just wrong. Right. Yeah. The Constitution says whatever the Supreme Court says it says. Right. And, you know, I, I of course, I, I've, you know, I, I've made this a lot of places and it's. But the Constitution, the, the very document is being determined, like the whole document itself, the conservatives always raise this document. It, it's the great protector and enshriner of our freedoms and, you know, all this yada, yada, yada. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I've said, you know, the Constitution is like the conservative equivalent of a gun-free zone sign. But yeah. part, and, and the reason for that, obviously, is uh, just like a, a, a mass shooter uh, doesn't read the, the gun sign, the gun-free zone sign and say, hmm, I might, I'm not allowed to take my gun in here. I guess I'm going to turn away and go home now. Uh, it's like the very people that, that which for which that document is to restrict and restrain have a monopoly on determining the interpretation and enforcement of that document yep they are the people who do it you are giving like you are giving control to the very people who you want to restrain like it is insane that you have told this document in itself you have told to the anything. organization you you you're basically what you've done is you've passed a law that said um no uh, no eating chips on Friday. Okay. Uh-huh. And then you get then that law. Okay. Applies exclusively, which is true. The constitution is a limiting document. The constitution applies to yeah. the government, and the government only that, mm-hmm. that, that law applies exclusively to the people who decide what days are named. What? Yes. And what are chips and what chips are? Yeah. And yeah. so those guys then just say, oh, well, you know, uh, Friday's not Friday anymore. We now call it, uh, we don't call it fucks day. And uh, so now that law doesn't apply to anybody. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, it's the same thing. You, you, you've taken, you've given people a limiting, a limiting instruction and the power to determine the force of that limiting instruction. Yeah. And I, I want to say, because some people think when I say that, when I make this saying, some people think I'm saying it. That, um, well, is it, you know, they'll say, well, isn't the non-aggression like that? It's just standard. It can itself. And in some ways, this is true. Yes, uh, it yeah. is. But the difference is we do not uh, authorize uh, the, the government to define what the non-aggression principle is for us. Yeah. That is the difference there. We, I'm not opposed to having a constitution in a general sense. The NAP in some ways is a constitution in like yes. a, a very general sense. 
Um, well, it, it serves the same function. It, it's it's designed yeah, to yeah. limit the actions of the individuals to whom it applies, which is everyone. Yes. Um, yeah. Right. Uh, it, but it's we're not like therefore giving the very people who were against a monopoly on determining what aggression is uh, like that. Um, we're, we're no, we don't think uh, that uh, see the conservatives think that the document is almost self-enforcing or it, or that it has almost some type of like magical property to it that will sway uh, society in its direction somehow uh, like or how they even want it to be interpreted, uh, which is not very rarely the case. Um, but we like with the non-aggression principle, we don't believe that. Right. We don't think just because the, we, we proclaim the non-aggression principle that therefore people are somehow not going to aggress or that somehow because we're claiming it, um, therefore, everyone is going to agree with us and therefore, you know, be libertarian. That's not the, what we think the non-aggression principle is actually doing. Yeah, exactly. But I just I don't I don't understand these people's perspective, I think. Or you know what? That's a lie. Um, I'm being I'm, that's false humility. I shouldn't say that. I understand their perspective. They're fucking assholes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, honestly, if you believe if you truly, truly believe that I the what is a good person is synonymous to what uh, being uh, a good citizen, being a good uh, upstanding citizen within the law, within the eyes of the law, then you're just at the whims of the lawmakers. That's all you are. The lawmakers can now determine if you're a good person or a bad person retroactively. Yep. They can now say that, oh, you, you know, you, before you thought you were a good upstanding citizen, oh, now all those guns you, you know, all all those are illegal. Yeah. Yeah. And the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court says that's not unconstitutional. Right. Your 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 argument that it's unconstitutional does not apply because the yeah. people who determine what the Constitution says says you're wrong. Yeah. Whenever and uh, you know this uh, going back to like what originally kind of whatever you advocate a law that is uh, you're ultimately saying I am willing at the very least maybe you're not happy about giving the most benefit of the doubt here uh, you're not exuberant about it uh, but at the very least you are willing to support the fact that cops will crush people's skulls in, in purpose uh, in service of uh, enforcing this law. Yes. Yeah. Like that is when you say you're supporting that you think that should be a law. That is what that means. Maybe you haven't thought about that, which I doubt. Uh, may, well, maybe I don't know. I, I, I don't. But, you know, it, it's it's certainly uh, I, I don't know what you think about that, but it's certainly that is what it means, whether you know it or not. Like, well, because you say that it has implications because it's reasonable up until it's no longer reasonable to them personally. So like the, the idea right. is like, OK, if, if somebody says um, I want to make it illegal to smoke marijuana, for example. OK, well, they may subje- mm-hmm. subjectively they may say, look, that's such an easy law to follow. Anyone who's not following it gets whatever's coming to them. Right. Like they they see that as totally yeah, reasonable. They're a troublemaker. Right. Yeah. Exactly. There's some malcontent. They they they, they don't yeah. they don't think the law applies to them like it does to everybody else. Whatever. <laughs> like like that so they they see that as reasonable. 
But if you were to take it to a place that they see as unreasonable, now they've got all these other reasons why that can't happen. Just like with the gun thing. Well, yeah, I, 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 I'm okay with cops killing people who smoke weed, but if they make my guns illegal, but that would be unconstitutional, and that would be against the spirit of the republic, and that would be all these other things. Right. And it's like, I don't... Who fucking cares, dude? Yeah. That's not, that's not even relevant. What you think is constitutional yeah. is not relevant to the conversation, not in the slightest. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, it, it, because I, obviously, uh, w- whenever someone is proposing a law, uh, nine times out of ten, they're doing so because it won't affect them. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So they, they no, they're this, well, you know, they're uh, well safety. away from it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They feel this, you know, uh, this distance uh, from it to where it's like, oh yeah, well, I, you know, I'm just, I just said it should happen. I'm not actually the one out there, you know, getting my hands dirty. Yeah, wait till they uh, make it, okay, so these these idiots, like, it becomes, now it's illegal to own a Honda Odyssey, minivan driving <laughs> fuck, uh, yeah, now it's illegal to own a Honda Odyssey, well, they can't do that, I own a Honda Odyssey, oh, yeah. Right, yeah, this is a horrible injustice, person who thinks we should still be illegal, yeah. uh, you know? <laughs> exactly, uh, but they don't, you're right, uh, they're so far removed from the enforcement arm that they just yeah. don't even see it as real. Or yeah, no. or they they recognize it as real, but they justify it in other ways. They justify the inevitable violence in other ways. Well, they, yeah, exactly. They should have just complied. The, yeah. You see, they're not being the cops aren't killing them over weed. They're killing them. They're not complying over the weed uh, legislation. That's why. So they kind of kind of like uh, do this like a juxtaposition like this, like, um, uh, you know, juke and weave type thing where it's like, oh, but see, they're not actually being killed over the law. They're being killed over resisting the law. That is, is that's often how a lot of these people um, play. It yeah, out. yeah, exactly. Which is, uh, they they have no. It's a distinction without a difference in my mind, but that's it not- is. Well, it, it is a distinction without a difference, but but to them it makes it it makes all the difference in the world because oh, yeah. they see themselves as not subject to those laws because they have no reason to cross them. They have they have no right. reason. It's just like with Matt Walsh or whatever. I'm sure he doesn't smoke weed. So what does he care? Uh-huh. Right. What, what does he I, give you know, a shit? Um, and obviously, you know, we can say a lot of bad things about Stefan uh, and he had a very bad turn. Um, but one of the things I... Uh, Molyneux, yeah, he turned into a meme. <laughs> yeah, Molly meme, yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, he, he did two really good things, I think, that um, um, should always be highlighted. You know, I think you should, you know, give the devil his due, to use a metaphor. Absolutely. Um, which is uh, uh, peaceful parenting. I think that it was a fantastic thing that I think he was one of the first people to really bring that into the libertarian zeitgeist. He um, really was. Um, and yeah. and I, I really appreciate him for that. He went overboard with it eventually. But but you're right. He Him yeah. bringing it to the fore is. Um, but he also. Yeah. An, a, the second thing, um, which was the point of this topic uh, that I was bringing up, which was. Um, the and this isn't unique to him, but I think he used it a very which is the about me argument. Um, and whenever he'd be having like a phone call or a personal conversation with someone, he would say, OK, you have your beliefs about like what the law should be. And uh, he would ask them, do you think cops should physically assault me if I don't agree with it? And a lot of these people would be like, uh, you know, it'd be like the first time they'd come to face to face with the realization of what they were advocating. Or, yeah. or maybe not, they, or they just didn't feel like they'd be ever called on it. Um, uh, but they just kind of like freeze up. 
And yeah. it's a very effective argument. Just bringing it home to say, like the person who you're in front of. Yeah. Right. Do you think cops should lock me, throw me in a cage or beat me and kill me if I don't want to go into a cage? If I, you know, want to continue smoking marijuana and you don't want me. Is yeah. that something you're prepared to do? And would you yourself do it to me? Yeah. A lot of the, if you if you look someone in the eye and, and uh, ask them that a lot of the times, like nine out of ten times, they will just shut down. Yeah. Like they will not like <laughs> it. Uh, most people will just like break eye contact. Um, yeah. They, they'll. Yeah. They will shut down. They go one of two um, ways. They do that or they lean into their sociopathy and they're proud. Yes. Of it. Yes. That's the other one. That's yeah. the other one where they feel in, like they're in a at which point at which point everyone can see that. Yes. And everyone watching I, can see that. Yes. happen. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's what that's what uh, that's what a, a stupid, dumb retard like Bronca would do is if you if you <laughs> if you said that to Bronca, that dumb idiot retard would would lean into it and be like, yeah, I think uh-huh. you should be killed for it. What now? And it's like, yeah. yeah, OK, well, come kill me. And I respect that. It's like uh, now you have identified yourself for us uh, yeah. and everyone can see it now. Well played, sir. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The, um. Yeah, because he has done it. This is the thing. Because he has fucking done it. His entire fucking feed for the last two days has been him doing that. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Yeah, he's a fucking sociopath. Yeah. And everyone can see it. Right. Uh, And, and you know, on the the, Matt Walsh point, why I brought that up to kind of like tie it into a bow was, uh, so so if people don't know, I want to kind of, Matt Walsh went on like this tirade for like two or three days where he great singapore was and for some reason he made the argument that they have nice subway stations and train stations uh because they execute drug dealers yes that was his argument <laughs> this was his argument they execute drug dealers and they beat and cane anyone who does drugs that like petty that's their policy like, like even petty theft they cane people right um, right that's his policy yeah. that's what he wants to happen basically yeah. this dude thinks that any small infraction of any small law means you should be treated like tyree nichols was yes yes and if you resist punishment then it should be, es- oh, it should yeah. be escalated absolutely it's like uh that's what he believes and I'm like, to bring it back i'm like i wonder if matt walsh's children sold drugs would he want them executed Uh, well, his response to that would be, well, my family respects the law, so they wouldn't. Right, right. It's like, how would you feel if you didn't eat breakfast? Exactly, Uh, exactly. It's the same low IQ (laughs) bullshit as how would you feel if you didn't eat breakfast today? Yeah. Yeah. It's the exact same, that's their exact same response. Yeah, they get mm-hmm. stuck in this loop, but it's like, but, but my family respects the law. It's like, yeah, I know that, but what if they didn't? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I can't make the argument. Like, yeah, I'm sure you consider yourself a law-abiding person. You can't see yourself snapping and breaking the law. Fine. But your kid is a, is a different human being entirely. What if your yeah. kid didn't? Yeah. Yeah, but they do. <laughs> yeah. But I did eat breakfast this morning. Yeah, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, um, I feel like when you're arguing with people and you're having a serious argument about this, you have to disregard euphemism. I think it is the most important thing libertarians can do in argumentation is never, ever let them get away with euphemism. 
whenever they're trying yeah. to talk about any type of policy proposal, do never argue on their own terms. Never do that ever. Because yeah. you have much stronger arguments and you can uh, do things much more effectively if you call what it is for what it is. That's um, that's why ever. I mean, that, that's why the that's, I mean, that's why euphemisms exist is to hide the truth of the yes. matter. That's right. Uh, so like whenever someone's talking about like, well, collateral damage, don't ever use that term unless you're using it in reference to how they're using it like you're right. saying collateral damage just to communicate with the other person saying yeah this is what he called collateral damage yeah fine that's fine but i'll never give them that yeah don't let them get away don't see the linguistic ground murder. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I agree with you entirely. I mean, this is why this is why I I think one of the earlier things that I tweeted was um, resisting an unlawful arrest is a euphemism that the state uses to describe justifiable yeah. self defense against cops. Yes, yes. And when you you have to break it down in these, if you do not break it down in these, terms, libertarian arguments lose a lot of their strength. Because they, then you, people are just going to be arguing legality. Yeah, because you, you know, seeded the, ling- that, you seeded the linguistic ground. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yes. So when you're doing that, you, you have to always say, okay, when you're proposing this law, you're advocating for people who are currently doing the thing you don't want them to either be forced to stop if they refuse to stop, you want violence dealt upon that person. Yeah. That is what that means. And you have to tell people that is what that means. When you say that people are not, you don't think people should be allowed to sell loose cigarettes, uh, what you're saying is that you are at least comfortable with the possibility that someone could die. You should, you should be, um, you should be happy that Eric Garner is dead if you support that law. Yeah. If you are not, if you are happy that Eric Garner is dead, you are a sociopath. If you are not happy that Eric Garner is dead, then you shouldn't support that law. Yeah. Or you really don't. And you're saying you do. Yeah. Because pretending if you, to. If you yeah. Yeah. So, because if, if like, the, if you're saying, well, I support this law, but I don't support con- logical consequences. Do you really support the law? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I support the law, uh, but not its enforcement. Okay, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know what that means. <laughs> fine, yeah. I guess. I, I at this point, there's nothing not to say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you. I, I feel it's so important. So what, what you're asking for at that point is a declaration with no legal yeah, it's force. Just a declaration that <laughs> thing is bad. Thing is bad. I don't like thing. Thing is bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, rhetorically, it is. I, I think this is the most important thing. Like, like you know, there's a lot of disagreements about like you know, a libertarian strategy. But one thing I don't, I think they should never ever compromise on is that type of argumentation. Yeah, ever. Yeah, because to me, that is one of the strengths of libertarianism. Uh, the the ability to completely disregard euphemisms and get to the root, skip past all the bullshit, and get to the root of what this thing is. Um, uh, Actually, that's describe- kind of what drew me to. It actually describe things as they are and that, that was a tweet yes. i can't remember was it was it clint um who tweeted at the beginning of the i can't remember if it was clint or not but who tweeted at the beginning of the of the pandemic stuff that like um but the it was a, it was a list of things that were being said about the pandemic policy and it and 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 what they actually were and um 
like vaccine passports are are actually movement licenses and stuff like that and 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 oh the last sentence um, of might, it was call things what they are not by their euphemisms yeah i know who made that tweet i i'm forgetting their tag because um i remember a twitter i'm pretty that twitter blocked kind of where they wouldn't allow anyone retweet retweet or reply under it is that yes. the same one we're thinking of? it could be yes. yeah yeah I, I know who you're talking about. I, I feel terrible because I forgot. I, I don't remember their exact ad, but it, it, it blew up. That's a, it's a famous tweet. Yes, yeah, it is. And it, it's true. It's uh, 100% you true. Cannot, you cannot let these people get away with their euphemisms. If you do, you seeded ground yeah. that, that you do not need to seed. Well, you've uh, given, when you give that up, what you do, because what they're smuggling in with these euphemisms, let's really, really break this down. What people are smuggling in when they use these euphemisms is they're smuggling in moral excuse. So when you, when you, yes. when you say collateral damage, right, what that actually means is murder of innocent people that just couldn't be helped and we're and and yeah it's tragic but Mm -hmm. you know we just got to leave room for it because sometimes these things happen that's what that phrase means um as if it was a natural disaster as if it was completely outside our control and it will just happened right and that's one of the things that's well just like this resisting with regard to like an unlawful arrest it's like no 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 he's not resisting he's defending himself yeah take away the badge and then suddenly you look at this as a kidnap exactly and i certainly hope they get that kidnapping charge hung on him because i would love 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 (laughs) i would love that too i would love to hammer bronca up and down twitter with that Oh man, it would be so good. At least the cop that yanked him out of the car. Like if it hangs uh-huh, yeah. on, if it hangs on any one of them, it's legit, right? Like if it, if it. Uh-huh. So I would, yeah. I would love, 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 love to just never let Bronca forget that. I will make Twitter <laughs> accounts for the next thousand years just to at Bronca once a day, once a day with ha ha ha. It was a kidnapping, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no probable cause you retard lawful arrest eat my ass yeah make a million twitter accounts he'll never be able to get rid of me I'll be a barnacle on his ass for the rest of his life <laughs> just make websites that redirect to like a prompt that says it was a kidnapping asshole I wonder I wonder I wonder if I can find out uh, I, you know I might I might see when his website registration re-ups because if he misses it I could just snipe it and just make it Bronca's a retard just a landing page that says Bronca's a retard and just the what happened yeah that'd be funny oh God. yeah <laughs> Oh god. Uh This dude like he he is he he has proven over the last couple of days that he cannot be objective. You know what I mean? And that's the thing right. that ultimately like, once you see the badge then the the uh, enchantment is fully in force. Yeah. Yep. Jesus. Everything I've said about Bronca uh, thus far in the episode is is my opinion. I don't uh, certainly don't mean to be stating any facts. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just what I think of the guy. 
Uh, he's an absolute piece he's of shit. He's retarded. We're not saying he is retarded. Oh, We're certainly not. not. not I mean, look, he, he he uses Twitter pretty effectively, and he passed the bar. I'm I'm, I'm sure he's not uh, he's not legally retarded. Um, yeah. But uh, well, we're not. We're also not saying he's not not retarded. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I I can't stand the guy. He is uh, he um he needs to go away, like, and just sort of leave everybody alone. Um, yeah. be great if he left the profession. That would be really nice. Go to, uh, go to Singapore and sell drugs. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> not legal advice, but it's... Uh... <laughs> yeah, fuck Andrew Bronco. Yep, yep, Fucking absolutely. asshole. The, the dude, like... Well, it, honestly, it burns me up because I, I really kind of pushed the guy during the Rittenhouse thing because he mm-hmm. was so fucking right on the law. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right, like I really pushed him, and I and I, I like I, I told him the worst, right? Exactly, like who is so good is so bad. Yeah, <laughs> he was so good on the law during the Rittenhouse thing. He was good on the law during the Kim Potter thing. I'm on record as saying mm-hmm. I don't think Kim Potter should have been convicted. I agree. I agree with you. I, I the law, at, at least by the law, she look. I mean, uh, she can lose a civil suit for all I care. That's fine. But but yeah. as far as the oh, law yeah, is concerned, as far as the criminal law is concerned, I don't think she should have been convicted. I don't think she meets the elements. Um. Yeah. And he, I think, was right about that too. But yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. To see where he is now on this stuff is just like, oh, you don't actually care about the law. You just want to defend the cop. Because mm-hmm. the law, the law doesn't agree with him. Because he's, he's making assumptions based on no evidence at all. He's assuming yeah. that it was a legal arrest. But the problem is that fact is not established. And in fact, all of the evidence that we have implies the opposite. Mm-hmm. All of the evidence that we have today would lead one to believe that it was, in fact, not a lawful arrest. That there was not probable cause for an arrest. Right. And so the fact that he is continuing to run around assuming that, and then making these arguments um, in contravention, I think, of of Tennessee law. We read the statute earlier. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, I, I, yeah. It, it, that's what bums me out so much about him is that I pushed him and I told people to buy his book on the mm-hmm. Dino files account. That was not a small account. Well, the Dino files account was still up. I, I had thousands of followers and I told people to buy his book. Mm-hmm. Well, now I'm saying the opposite. Don't buy the motherfucker. Don't support <laughs> this piece of shit. Yeah. And I'm sorry if you did, I apologize. Uh, if you bought that book on my recommendation, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Seriously, I have to take it back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it's really interesting to me. Like, uh, I don't know. I, I've never, I, I've gotten past the point of like being surprised, but it's always this like a, this eternal disappointment uh, whenever you see like, uh, oh yeah, this person has pretty nice opinions. Oh wow, they they love cops and uh, think people should be murdered for not uh, complying and not playing Simon Says. Wonderful, fantastic, yeah, great. 
Another asshole. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know I've been hung up on Bronca a lot during this whole thing, but honestly, it's sort of fine. It's a it's a weird thing. I was never really super parasocial with with Bronca. Like, I, I never really I never had that kind of mentality about him. The same way, like the way a lot of people do with like YouTubers and stuff, and the way his barnacles in in the uh, the the people who follow him around and suck his cock on Twitter, the way they feel about him, I've never felt that way about him. But mm-hmm. I did, I did think he was good. Um, I did think he was good on stuff, and and it's it's disappointment more than anything else. Yeah. Like, I right, don't expect yeah. a good take out of Jack Posobiec. I don't expect a good take out of Matt yes, Walsh. Exactly. It's, it's always more disappointing when it's like, you know, and I, maybe a comrade is too strong, but like, you know, uh, and, uh, somewhat of an ally. Ally of Jack. You know uh, what it is? He had my respect. Right. He had my respect. And that's, that, that's like meaningful. Like, that's mm-hmm. not something that I, that's not something that I, Considered to be like loosely thrown around, right? Right. Um. And so that's that's the thing that that I think gets me about it is the fact that he had my respect, and now he's shown himself to be scum, yeah. retarded scum, mm-hmm. who doesn't know the law near as good as he think he as he thinks he does. Not he doesn't have the expertise he thinks he does on use of force. He's mm-hmm. he's he's touting things I believe in contravention of Tennessee law saying mm-hmm. say, saying that things are the law that are not mm-hmm. um, making assumptions about the case without evidence. And in fact, in contravention of all current evidence. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's it's disappointing. So I'm sorry I've been so hooked up on him the entire episode. I'm sure people are sick of hearing about it, but it, it's this is a guy whose takes I respected and who is now um, yeah, yeah. not worth it. Yeah, no, I like I, I think it like all intertwined. So like yeah, I think it's very pertinent to like discussion here. Uh, you know, just uh, this whole idea, like you know, it's twofold. Uh, one is the, you know, focusing on what actually happened and the tragedy of that. But there's also the response, right? And these two things, yes. like, inter- another. So it's it's like, it's always disheartening. As you said, it's disheartening to see it just in general. But it's even worse when it's someone you had respect for. Yeah. Um, it is. But uh, you, you do actually bring up something important. Um. As much as the response to this matters, and as much mm-hmm. as the way that people talk about it matters, as much as the conversation around policing matters, as much as mm-hmm. the takes that, that people have, good or bad, on this matter, because those are, those are the conversations, right? That's what drives opinion. Um, as much mm-hmm. as all of that matters, Tyree Nichols is dead. He was beaten to yeah. death by police. And... Yeah. Uh, if you if you can or want to, um, you're free to watch it happen and to see what policing in the United States looks like, to see what policing looks like in a general sense. This is what happens when you give people legal authority that not only do they not deserve, but that no one else has. Yeah. Yeah. And and um, I've watched a lot of like cop uh, brutality videos. Like, again. Uh, the Kelly Thomas video, uh, 
oh, man. forever scar me. Like I will, I will never forget that. Shaver uh, that was is. the one. Shaver was the one Shaver. for me. That yeah. like the I one that mean, sticks I, I in my like, head the most. Yeah, I don't is mean Shaver. to like score these. I, I don't mean to like say you know, oh, this is obviously. So oh no, sure, sure, not, sure. You know what I mean? But but me personally, the one that like imprinted itself on me the most was um uh was Kelly Thomas screaming for his mother. Yeah, uh, that I'll never forget that. That is just like one of the. Yeah, I'll never. It's like a core memory, Uh, like a formative thing. Like when, because exactly like that, like Kelly Thomas is is the one that's stuck in your brain and Shaver's the one for me. And this will be the one for someone else. Um, Yeah. Because that's how this thing, that's how this shit occurs. But, but. And I, I, I'm kind of grateful for this, but it's, it's weird to say, you know, but I'm glad I'm not desensitized to it yet. Yeah, I know. I'm glad I still get angry at it. I had that um, same thought. I, I, no, I legitimately, I had the same thought. I'm glad that it made me sick to my stomach when I saw it because, yeah. um, I feel like it means that I haven't lost something about myself. Right. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah, I, I 100% get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, I, 100%. No, like I, I, watch, I totally agree with you. Like when I watch these cops, like I don't personally believe, uh, like in hell at all, right? But it's like sometimes I wish I do. See these oh yeah oh uh, yeah it's uh yeah yeah the first thing after i watched it the first thing i tweeted was hang the fat fucking pigs yeah like they like they 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 deserve everything that the justice system can possibly throw at them and more i i i just hate yeah i hate these people yeah i really do yeah yeah and it will be a it will be a glorious day when Bronca's piggy friends are locked in a fucking cage. <laughs> It'll be wonderful. Um, I just can't. Ugh, ugh, I just hate it. Um, but yeah, you uh, to return kind of to I think what's most important in all of this. A, a guy who is by all accounts a a truly decent guy. Yeah. Um, and I'll tell you what too. It made me think of. And I haven't I haven't heard anything about it out of out of the man's mouth. But there was that video of him going around that was like an old school skate video. Um, Yeah, I've I've seen that. Yeah, dude, it's such a good video. Like, it's a really good skate vid. Um, It's like an old school. If you don't if you if you if you're familiar with like um, 90s sort of into the 2000s skate shops and skate tapes and mm-hmm. stuff like that there's like it's it's like obviously homemade fisheye lens cut together videos of these guys hitting tricks just on the street like really just skating for real and there's some of my favorite videos um if you're not familiar with that culture look a few of them up because they are so much fun to watch um but there's one of him going around and and part of me, I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here thinking that's not something that was ever like my hobby. Um, but I know like Scott Horton's a skateboarder. Yeah. And I have to, and I'm one, I wonder like, what does he feel when he watches that? Right. Well, you know, he has that classic, uh, ad, this is your security force. Yeah. These are the people who are entrusted to protect you. Yeah. And I, so it, it, it makes me, I'm curious about the way that other people feel about it in that way too. But, but the, 
the most important thing is that this dude um, was murdered by these cops. These cops murdered him. They beat him to death. And he, yeah. nobody deserves it, but by all accounts, he especially didn't deserve it. Um, and that, again, that's not to say that there's like a continuum. Nobody deserves it. Right. Um, nobody does. Yeah. Uh, but he's the one that got it on the seventh. And so, uh, he's what matters. Um, yeah. His family, uh, is never going to recover. Uh, from this, uh, the people who killed him are never going to get what they deserve. Truly, um, yeah. Because there's nothing, there's nothing that you can do to a person that there's no vengeance that can be exacted against these guys. That's just there's no, there's nothing that can happen to these guys yeah. that is truly I, what they like, deserve. They deserve so like, much worse than you can do to mortal flesh. Yeah, I, I I've said some things uh, like about cops where it's like do i think that this is necessarily just no i i'm fe- i'm feeding into retribution here a little but you yeah. know cut me some slack this is like you know what i mean <laughs> where it's like yeah, i'll I, I, you know i'll look the other way I'm yeah. <laughs> well um, just like that there's uh, i i truly don't think that you can do enough to these guys um it, it, it's one of those things where it's just like i these people like i, I I don't know what to say more than what I've already just going to write, but it's like, uh, these are the, they're, they're scumbags and there's, you know, it, it it fails articulation. I can't articulate exactly how I feel about these people appropriately. Um, yeah. Well, because it's it's such a deep, it's, it's, um, it would not be the case if they did not have the legal authority that they have because it comes from their legal authority. Like it's the, it's the, yes, it that's the hinge on it. Yeah, exactly. If, if it, I've seen videos of people beating other people. Yeah. And, and I, I, I certainly think, Hey man, you know, that guy, uh, that guy certainly deserves what he got or, or should have had more or whatever. But, but, um, I've, there's a different level of hate that grows in my stomach when it's somebody who has this kind of legal authority. These aren't two normal people fighting. This isn't five guys jumping one guy. These are a hundred percent. These are five individuals with legal authority. Yeah, it's not just that, oh, this is a murder, and I'm not trying to downplay You cut off. You said you're not uh, trying to downplay oh, it. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, yeah. I, I was saying um, I'm not trying to downplay this. Uh, but um, it's important to recognize that, as you said, these people are in a position of legal authority, and it, um, we're, it's not just that this is a murder. It's a murder, and we're supposed to like it and support yeah. it. We're yep. supposed to say, yes, thank you for protecting me, officer. I'm so glad you beat that man to death. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And they're empowered. I, they're empowered. To your, to yeah, your, exactly. 
They're empowered to do these things for that reason. They're empowered to do these things so that ostensibly, right, this is not the reality of the situation, but ostensibly they're empowered to do these things in order to protect the public. And instead, they use their authority to commit murder. That is a level of crime, uh, a a moral crime that I find Mm. so much more disgusting than just five regular guys beating on one regular guy. Like there's a it's because of the position they're in. You know, Spooner, um, Lysander Spooner always had the whole. Uh, thing with the highwayman, right? It's like, well, the difference between the highwayman and the police officer is that uh, the highwayman doesn't expect you to thank him for service or exactly. like to thank him after you pay him. Uh, yep. uh, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's an it, it is an insult to injury that is especially insulting. Yes, that is exactly right. It's 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 salt in the wound that it's cops who did it. Yeah. Um. And that's that. So that's that's the thing that that makes it, I think, so much worse. I, that's the thing that makes it, yeah. I think, such a such a moral crime. That again, I, I don't think there's anything that you can do to mortal flesh that would be, um, uh, that would be <laughs> an equal level of of of. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't think you can get your pound of flesh out of these guys. I don't think there's anything you can do to mortal people that is um, exacting a sufficient level of vengeance, right? Like, I, I just, because the level of moral crime is so high, all you know, they deserve uh, is eternal torture, right? Like, if, if, if there is such a thing as an immortal soul, they deserve hell and the worst it has for them. Like, that's because of the level of moral crime that it is. There was, um, while, while we're kind of on the topic, I, I did want to this one thing and it almost slipped my, um, this comes up a lot in, in police, but I wanted to, don't the whole idea of, well, no, don't attack the police, attack the lawmakers. Police oh, are just yeah. doing their job. Um, so I have a couple things to say about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, one, you know, I, I've made this analogy in the past. A lot of libertarians have used this analogy, but it's like you have a you have a mob boss who contracts out for a hitman to put out a hit on someone, right? Yep. Um, the mob boss writes up the contract or has someone write up a, a standard hit contract. You know, sure, um, sure. The form someone. the form contract is yeah. at, and it's it's at the top of the stack of, yeah. of form contracts in the desk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> uh, it's already written out. Uh, the 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 uh, you know. The hitman doesn't write the contract. He just, you know, agrees and enforces. Um, and when he does this and he murders a person, and we're going to assume just an innocent person here for obvious reasons. Sure. Um, we're still, he still gets prosecuted. Uh, even though he was just doing. Yes. He was just doing his job and he still gets prosecuted. Yep. We don't, so, we don't make excuses for people's choice to support injustice uh, yeah. just because someone else asked them to. Right. We, we don't and make, also, I'm sorry. Oh, ahead, I was just saying, we no, don't, no, finish your point. No, not no, just finish supporting your point. injustice, but committing it. We don't make excuses for yeah. people's choice to commit injustice just because some other guy asked them to. It, yeah. It's the, the level of, and it's, re- 
fucking conservatives and and all their fucking concern about personal responsibility personal responsibility yes exactly personal responsibility you're responsible for your own yada yada and fuck you man the first thing you you say anytime anything like this happens is well he was just following orders fuck you fuck you no really you don't give a fuck uh, about personal responsibility yeah no, really, like, anyone who says this, just die in a ditch. Uh, that's the my first, like... In- I never uh, want to hear anything about personal responsibility out of anyone yeah. who makes these arguments, ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. I, so, my whole thing, like, okay, for one, there's, uh, I, it's obviously shit, right, to say, oh, personal responsibility. Also, he was just doing fast he was just following order. Yeah. It's like, okay, oh, wow. So all someone has to do is say, go murder that person. And then you think that person can follow that order and then just uh, claim, I was just following what he told me. Yeah. I was just doing what he said. You can't blame me. Uh-huh. You know, uh, it's like, uh, also, uh, you it's must, obviously the you classic must, uh, you, you must do what you're asked. Um, and and if you do what you are asked, you hold no responsibility for it, obviously. So if I ask yeah. you, if I say, hey, Ace, um, I need you to go kill a puppy. Just crush it with yeah. your feet. Um, right. I need you to go stomp on a small puppy. Uh, the, yeah. the younger, the better. If its eyes aren't open yet, that's the best. Go stomp yeah. on it for me. And you go do that. You're not the asshole. There's no responsibility on right. you for that. It was just me. Right, it no, was all you, me. You asked me to. Yeah. 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 I was just following your order. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but what I would expect would be that if somebody approached uh, Ace especially and said, hey, I need you to go stomp a puppy, Ace would say, what? Fuck you. No. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, and, and, and you know, the, the, the thing is, this is the you're breaking, the, uh, you're breaking up. You're breaking up badly. <laughs> okay. Sorry, can you hear me now? Yeah, you're good. Okay. This is the classic Nuremberg defense, right? I was just following orders. Yeah. I can't be blamed. I was just doing what I was told. Yep. You know, I just I just drove the train car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, uh you know, uh, it's it's such a level of disingenuous shit, especially from conservatives, especially from conservatives. from anyone who uh, has ever, 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 tout- ever. Yeah, that's exactly the word touted the importance yeah. of personal responsibility. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, no, no. You never, ever get to talk ever again. I think almost um, a funnier objection to this is that if they're saying. Uh, so you can't blame the people for just doing jobs. Uh, it's also the lawmaker's job to write the laws. Yeah. So that means you can't blame the lawmakers either. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely right. Well, I mean, look, <laughs> logically, you think about that logically, too. You think about the, the trail of following orders, right? So yeah. you have a let's let's work this backward because it's very similar to yeah. the 9-11 uh, to the 9-11 Hiroshima Nagasaki argument. Yep. So you have a uh, yeah. <laughs> so the lawmaker supposedly serves the interests of of those whom they represent. If those who they who they yes. represent want them to pass a law making, for example, smoking weed illegal um, and the law lawmaker goes and passes that law well the lawmaker is just following orders so the argument that i should be mad at the lawmaker is spurious in itself because the lawmaker Mm -hmm. represents the interests of the people who voted him in and so 
And so he's just following orders, which means I can't be mad at him. I have to be mad at the guy who gave him the orders. And the guys that gave him the orders are the people who he represents, the people who live in yeah. his area. If the people who live in his area are being killed by police for smoking weed, then they're committing suicide. Yeah. Uh, and also, also, if someone, if the cop commits, then it's the people, it's the people who sent a representative wrote the law that are responsible and therefore they should be arrested from not not the cop or the lawmaker well that's part of the but that's part of a democracy right is that it's not just the people who voted who are represented it's everybody in the area is represented and so if you have and so it must necessarily then be a suicide if a person who was smoking weed is killed by a cop for smoking weed because it was their representative who made it illegal and and they were following orders and it was the cops who were following orders and killing him and it was it was ostensibly in a democracy him who gave the order to the legislature we just proved that murder is not real uh, yeah. in two minutes. It's impossible for cops to commit murder. <laughs> yes. Because anytime anyone is killed by the cops, it's a suicide. Yeah. 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 It's the exact He's, same argument. It's the exact same thing that, that Rothbard noticed with, with, yeah, the, with the Holocaust. The is that Hitler, yeah. Hitler was democratically elected in the chancellorship. Any policy that he put into place was, a, was, he was democratically elected to put into place, so the Jews committed suicide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, whenever someone says, well, we should just blame the lawmakers. Hold on. They're just doing their jobs. Yeah, what they're just following about? orders. Yeah, they're just following orders. It's recursive. It's entirely recursive. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's the same thing as the but but these people love recursive arguments because the, the resisting argument is recursive as well. Um, so so the, the whole it, it he was resisting arrest. What was he arrested for? Resisting arrest. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly it. And so I, I just uh, you're right, though. And it's and it's right to it's proper to point that out, because that is something that people respond with very often is, um, mm-hmm. well, why are you so angry with the cops? It was the legislature who passed the law that he's enforcing. And also, secondarily, here's the thing, too. Secondarily, uh, police do have a level of discretion. Yes, they can choose not to enforce laws. In fact, in fact, police are exempted from any expectation. Mm-hmm. That they enforce yes. any particular law in any one in any particular person's interest. So this yeah. is the this is the if you haven't read the case of um of Castle Rock v. Gonzalez, the town of Castle Rock v. Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. If you haven't read that case, I suggest you read it. It's a horrifying fact pattern. Um and the the result, of course, of that case follows with the result of or is in the same class as the result of things like Warren v. District of Columbia and uh, Winnebago County, where um, the the determination is that police do not owe police services to any individual. Yes. So yes. the cop's job is not to protect and serve you. There's no legal duty to protect and serve you at all. Um, they have no legal duty to enforce any law. And actually, there's a there's a uh, I can't remember the case. It's out of New York. It's something like Lorenzo or Lopez or something like that. But there was a there was a knife attack on a New York subway, and a man was stabbed um, multiple times and nearly killed trying to stop the the attacker. And there was an officer right near him who was watching this all happen. And so he mm-hmm. sued the city and said this officer should have stepped in. And of course, the city followed what the Supreme Court has set out and said, no, 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 he doesn't have to do anything. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so, so the, uh, the, the, 
that argument alone, that the cops must enforce the law, that they have no discretion whatsoever, that, that's false. Legally false. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, uh, they'll say that, oh, well, they need, they, you know, they have to put on the table. They don't want to lose their jobs by, you know, uh, just not uh, doing their job. Right. So it's like, OK, so you're saying that this person is willingly taking a paycheck where they will be routinely asked uh, to violate people. Is yeah. that your argument? Oh, yeah. Like, you always have to pin these people down. <laughs> this guy took a job. You're, you're telling me that this man took a job where he must. It is expected of him. That he violates the human dignity of those around him, and he's the good guy? <laughs> right. <laughs> that doesn't quite track. If I took such a job, I would be the asshole. Hmm. Yeah. But that's a it's a it's a it's a constant though. <laughs> yeah. It's a constant. Um that the just following orders argument is, uh, and it's one of the more disgusting ones too. It is real. It is truly disgusting. Um, yeah, it's hard for me to rank them, but that's up. And I hear it sends me into, it it sends me into convulsions. It's awful. At least there's a line of logic. Assuming an arrest is lawful. At least there's a line of logic to, well, no violence can only escalate when you're resisting arrest because the arrest is lawful and they have to effectuate the arrest. So at least there's a logic to it. Um, the, it's a shit argument, but at least there's a logic to it. Uh, Mm -hmm. the, the argument that they're just following orders is the least logical argument. It is the most, I think, nefarious because it not only does it, not only does it take effect in the moment, in the argument, in in the moment of the argument, and with regard to the particular case that's being spoken about, but mm-hmm. it also absolves police of any moral culpability for anything they do. Yeah, just yeah. as a matter yeah. of course, in a blanket way. Yes. Yeah. It's like no matter what they do, well, they were just doing their job. Well, exactly. They were just doing their job. Well, then, if that's the case, like, you know, when you're arguing with these people, you always have to try to pin down what is the center? What is the focal point of your argument? Like, you you always have to separate, okay, what are the the extraneous factors? What are the factors we could get uh, rid of, right? Or, and or just, like, completely uh, dissolve and your argument would still hold? Like, what is the core of it, ultimately? Um, so when you pin them down on this, you say, okay, well, if you believe that it's, it's acceptable, uh, for people to do these things, uh, you know, to do what we would normally consider as immoral things, if they're doing it as a job, if they're just following orders, yep. then you should say all hitmen are justified in all their actions. Right, right. Right. There's no, there is no job where someone, yeah. uh, where someone commits a moral wrong where they can be held accountable. None at all. Yeah. So if, if that's your argument, okay, then you have to then, by the logic of your argument, then have to say that, okay, all hitmen are, all hitmen are just fine, whatever they are. Now, if that's not your argument, if, if someone says, well, no, 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 I'm talking about duly representative, uh, our government, right? It's like, okay, so now the source of your argument is not uh, just following orders, absolves you of mobility. It's now that um, if you are chosen by the people, then it absolves you of moral culpability. So now they, they, it's just like this. You you have to chase these people down through this like tap dance set of scenarios until you finally get to what they're actually arguing for. Because truthfully, they don't know themselves. Exactly. 
Um, that's exactly right. I want to give credit to the person who commented. I forgot to say this. I wanted to give credit to the person oh, yeah, who commented yeah, with that it. with that statute. Um, John Robleski, uh, John underscore underscore W R O B L E S K I. Uh, that's the guy who shared with me that that piece of the of the Tennessee code. Um, uh, like I said, I don't know what the case law says about that particular statute. Um, I, I, I would imagine that it, you know, pretty much just means what it says. It says what it means. But, um, you know, things get weird in case law. Uh, but, yeah, he he uh, he is the one who shared that with me. And, and, and kudos and many thanks to him for doing so. Um, now, if only he would share it to Andrew Bron- Bronca. Uh, <laughs> he would have to say about that one. <laughs> ah, yeah, dude, but the the argument oh sorry we're gonna oh, say, no, no no go ahead go ahead i was gonna say the yeah the just following orders argument it is me because i know they these conservatives are also you know we talked about the personal responsibility shit um but they would never accept this argument in any other case except for the one they're making now if someone ran over their mother because well they were you know uh on their way to a job they were doing their job uh you know or they're on their way to a job and you know uh they had to get to their day for for whatever reason you know maybe they're um a tradesman or something and they have to get to a place at a certain amount of time they're on their way to the job and they're going really fast down the street and they just run someone's mother over it's like well hey he was just doing his job he was following orders someone got in the way of that oh well too bad i wonder um oh boy how about this so the next time, the next time one of these idiots posts a uh, retweets libs of TikTok or, or posts a video of a uh-huh. teacher in a classroom teaching Ooh. about homosexuality or whatever, whatever. Oh, this is great. Yeah. The next time that happens or part of their curriculum. Ooh, it's even better if it's part of the curriculum. Yeah. So if it's, if it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. if it's, if it's like one of the tests or, or one of the, uh, one of the, one of those things, um, one of the things that's like in, in the slide deck or whatever, something that's part of the uh-huh. actual curriculum. Uh-huh. Um, just comment and say, well, they're just following orders. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And watch these people explode. <laughs> yeah. Outrage. Yep. Absolutely. Oh, they're just following orders. I don't know. What do you want? They're just doing their jobs. Yeah. They're just doing their jobs. Yeah. They didn't write the curriculum. Yeah. <laughs> Which like, is probably true. Things, it I'm, might not be true, but it's probably true. Most teachers don't write their own curriculum. My yeah, mom always wrote her own curriculum, but uh-huh. most teachers don't do that. Um, whenever they say I'm not, um, like I'm not, I don't write the law. I just enforce it. It's like, that's worse. Yeah. But that's worse. She doesn't write the (laughs) curriculum. She just teaches it. (laughs) Well, but you know, it's also funny too, for me, because it's like with, with these people, uh, they, they always, always, uh, fall back on it was, we were saying, but also that, you know, uh, these people always talk about how you be a moral upstanding they're talking about morality morality police are always saying you should always be a moral upstanding person unless you're uh take a job for money where they tell you to be immoral then yeah. you can just be immoral yeah an unless, immoral bastard. unless violating <laughs> other people's human dignity is part of your job in which case more power to you bud yeah yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> and it's you know it's like look without the cops all those people in washington dc all of them are powerless 
They're just riding into the void. They're not doing without the arm of the state there. Not if without the police, which are the arm of the state, nothing gets enforced. Yep. All the complaints about, you know, you can say that, well, you know, if we had better lawmakers, uh, then, you know, well, yeah, maybe we uh, uh, wouldn't have the police enforcing all these bad laws. Okay, but one, you do. And two, that's just like the same argument of, you know, well, if the guy had just complied or something, or if we had all these other extraneous factors that worked in our favor, then maybe it would have turned out better. It's like, okay, yeah, that's all fine and dandy. You can think that all you want. But the reality of the matter is there these the enforcement arm of the state is going around committing immoral actions and you are running cover for it. Yeah. Yeah. You're carrying water for them. You're doing you're you are, you are justifying it. Yeah. Rationalizing it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we've been going for three and a half hours. Is there anything else that we need to say? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, this is a, this is just like a, it's, it's all, yeah. Like, whenever these things come out, it's just like, it's, awful. it's the worst thing. Um, regardless of what people like, uh, regardless of what people like Jack Posobiec, Andrew Bronca and Matt Walsh say, um, Tyree Nichols Maybe was murdered. So how should this be? Fuck you, Andrew Bronca. <laughs> Fuck <that>. Bronca. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to draw his attention to it. I'm not sure if he's yeah. not litigious. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know what he's posi- what his position is on, on filing spurious lawsuits. Um, but in any case, yeah, I, uh, Tyree Nichols deserve his family deserves justice. Uh, Tyree Nichols should not be dead. Um, he was murdered, uh, after being kidnapped and yeah. the, uh, the the horror of that will stick certainly stick with me uh for ever um mm-hmm. there's no excuse for it and anyone who tries to excuse it is a piece of shit yep my thoughts exactly all right let's do plugs all right uh you can find me on twitter at ace underscore arcist where i've been arguing where i've been for like uh Three hours for no all day actually no no it's been all, it's been the last two days <laughs> yeah well I, there there goes my sense of time <laughs> no you've uh, been you've been doing the the Lord's work for two days <laughs> thank you <laughs> uh, I do I, I a bunch of bootleggers have been raised, uh, today in my mentions and that always brings the joy to me oh uh, yeah so that that's been nice to see um. But yeah, that and then uh, my subsec is acearchist.substack.com, and those are my plugs for now. Uh, what about you? I'm not sure if you cut out that that's ace underscore archist on Twitter. Um, yes, ace underscore archist on Twitter. Yep. Yes. Uh, and uh, oh, uh, I'm sorry, I, I lost my I lost track of my thoughts. Uh, Pacing Joska, J O U S K A, on Twitter. That is uh, where I am doing something similar to Ace, but 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 less so because I also have. Um, <laughs> bar stuff going on so uh i don't have uh i don't i don't have uh i really wish i had more time to commit to dragging these people but i just don't um Mm -hmm. but in any case yeah that can be found there um uh the stuff some of the stuff that i talked about um I'll, i'll make a post about the uh about the this this uh statute here as well but um i i've certainly got resources there 
screenshots of the chief of police saying that they couldn't find probable cause is that's all in my media tab. Um, so if you need, if you need stuff to go after people with check my media tab, it'll be there. Um, and that's, uh, that's all I've got. Pacing Joska, J O U S K A. Um, yeah, that's it for me, man. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, shit dude (laughs) it fucking sucks man yeah yeah all right thank you guys for listening you guys for listening yes yes thank you so much um and we'll see you next time later guys thank you for listening to another episode of the end times continue for links and other information come see us at tetc.show 